I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 501 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. We have officially entered the spooky season, but... More disappointingly, pumpkin spice season, which I, I just don't care. I'm Chris, <laughs> and I don't like pumpkin spice, not one bit. So I have to ask, Willie, do you like pumpkin spice? I'm a basic bitch. We I knew that, now answer the question. Basic bitches like pumpkin spice? What? That awkward transition didn't work well. Hey, we also got Anthony Bachman here. He's hey, ready Bachman for spooky season. Here, <laughs> fucking coffee. That was some ASMR stuff. That's right. Mm, coffee ever, season. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> well, there you go, Willie. I got one that makes that it reminds me of. So why are we that's, slurping that's coffee on the microphone? Reminds me of this one time. <laughs> you ever send a text to someone then after a night of fun saying, "Hey, all I remember last night is moisture sounds." <sighs> No, I've never sent that. Why text. are we going down this path? Less than a minute because Bachman show. is calling down the thunder. <laughs> oh, I'm calling down the thunder, huh? Am I wrong? Yes, yes. <laughs> quite frequently. Exhibit A. Yeah, Anthony. I get it. My oh, name I starts think. with an A. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I thought of it. <laughs> I need a t-shirt now that says one tennis slurp. Yeah, I thought of that. <laughs> uh, yes, that's called an edit point that they're reading off of the show notes, everyone. I love it. One tennis slurp. I just want that on a shirt. Well, I mean, you could print one off in a t-shirt <laughs> hell or whatever t-shirt fury. I don't know who makes them anymore. Wait, Fuck. God, there's like a thousand say? companies. It's ridiculous. Willie, your mic is very low right now. Am I even coming through the right mic? I don't know. I didn't check before the show started. <laughs> nope. We have no way of knowing. It's not possible it. It for us to figure it, it out. It could just be microphone placement. Mm. I think it's Bob the placement of his... Like I used to, because this is the only way it's going to work then. It's the placement of his big head. It's Willie Barker we've got with us today. Mm. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Why is it going to be a pain in the ass? I don't know why it just to put hearts on screen. <laughs> I tried to click out of the React screen on Skype and it just put a bunch of hearts on screen. <laughs> That's all right. Nothing wrong with a bunch of hearts. All right, fellas. What's the good word before we get things started, before we roll into news? Well, I can't yell the good word because the good word is your news of the week. That's fair. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I just told it in the pre-show. Should I just repeat that? Because that was pretty funny. Which thing are we talking about? Because there was a lot of things in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. The Yakuza Zero actor. Oh, no. Let's hold no. off on that. <laughs> what? It was good news. It was happy news. Is, is that good happy news? <laughs> Willie's working very hard to get us canceled. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Someone's going to quote that out of context and we'll get canceled. <laughs> That's true. 
Don't that be means an I'll ally be, then, I guess. That Being means an ally I'll be is wrong. That means I'll be free. That's true. Chris, you were always in control of when you were free or not. All right. Well, you guys have fun. I'm going upstairs to watch football. I'll see you guys <laughs> next year. You're watching football right now. now. What are you talking about? He ain't need to leave for that. He's football watching football even on right, right now. now. All right, Willie. Play the bump, 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 bump. Your news of the week. Let's go. Live in the ATGN studios on the internet. It's the news of the week. Not to be a producer. Now we have a shadow producer. I like it. He's going to do random willy bumps when we're not ready for him. He had the better news out of all three of us. What the fuck? Oh, shut your face hole. <laughs> See? Oh, I guess I was wrong. He had the shittier news out of all three of us, I guess, then. I guess so. I will Willie, hear your I think news and I'll do my news. <laughs> Apparently, Naki's back. Naki's back and in charge. Naki never left. Naki. Uh, for it those who are unaware, throwing out the insults back at me again. NFL football is on right now. <laughs> I do have football on on the monitor over to my left right now. The score is sixteen mm-hmm. seven Vikings. The fuck! It's eleven thirty. What the fuck? They're in London. Oh, okay. They started at nine thirty our time. Oh, damn! I don't keep up with that shit. Crikey! That's Australian, though. Not really English. I was wondering what the fuck yeah. you were going with that. Core blimey. There you go. Core blimey. <laughs> I get that from uh, Dragon Quest Eight, one of my favorite RPGs back on the PS2. It's a pretty good one. I like oh, it a lot. Oh, it's a good one. Do you remember the little guy? Oh, cool blimey, governor. He's a weird guy. <laughs> I do remember that one. But I like that guy. He was good. I do like old RPGs, man. I miss them. Sorry, what? Older RPGs. I miss them. Okay, the term older, you got points. You didn't lose any. I'm looking forward to the return of Tales of Symphonia when they put the re-release out on the Switch next year. The one for the GameCube? Yeah. I have it on the GameCube, but I don't so have So do I. But I don't have my GameCube hooked up, Willie. I don't either. So I can't have a GameCube anymore. I got a Wii. I can replay it far more easily now by playing it on my Switch. Why are old you giving me the weird old, look? Don't play it now. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> old games are old. Don't play it now. I mean, I can play it on my PC. I think <laughs> I bought it on sale on a Steam sale. So if you want to get me a Steam Deck, I'll play it on there. Are you going to get it on the Switch as well, too? Probably. Because on the Switch, I can just sit on my couch and play in handheld mode. How am I going to do that on my GameCube version? I don't have a handheld GameCube, Willie. I was talking about the Steam version, but sure. How am I going to play a handheld Steam game on my couch right now, Willie? I don't have a Steam Deck. Get a Steam Deck. That's how. <laughs> but I, I already own a Switch, one. so why do I need to get a Steam Deck if I can buy the game there? Willie, if you're going to buy me a Steam Deck, I'll play it, and I'll give a very in-depth review on this show. So are you getting me a Steam Deck? Uh, no, but did we fully transition into the news of the week? Because uh, remember we teased something earlier this week, and I forgot about it till just now. I don't remember, because, but if we did. Because you said something about reviewing something. Well, feel free, Willie, if you've got a review for us. Yeah, don't you remember? Oh, I do remember now. There it is. I do. 
Guys, it's it's Willie's favorite time of the year. It's not pumpkin spice season. It's not spooky season. It's voodoo season. It's voodoo, voodoo season. season. Remember, we, we had an episode two years ago plus where we called it about Skittle water or something like that because that's basically what Willie equated mm-hmm. that year's voodoo to. And do you remember last year's what I equated that, that taste to be? Willie, I barely remember yesterday. Toilet water? Because they did change it. The first two years Voodoo was out, it was the same flavor. It was Skittle water, and I fucking loved it. Then last <laughs> year, it was a whole new flavor. It was Wildberry Skittles. That sounds delightful to me. And now the new Voodoo out this year still looks the same, still looks like, you know what? Because uh, it's that opaque white. But uh, this year's flavor, uh, mystery flavor of Voodoo, I will wholeheartedly <laughs> say to me, it is just sour Skittles, my man. I'm okay with that. That sounds good. It has a bite to it, and I love it. It definitely has a bite to it. I I'm think that'd be good. Said, it's what? different mm. than normal soda. Oh, so you tried it too? I-, I said I think it would be. I haven't tried it. I don't drink soda very often. A little bit more towards the orangey flavor and sour than, than all of Skittles. But I like that. Still there. That sounds good. I might have to pick one of these up then. That sounds really good to me. Next time you go get gas, boom, just pop in. Willie, I I work from home, and I Mm -hmm. buy gas like once every two or three months at this point. The only reason I got gas yesterday was because my Kroger points were expiring, so I filled up my car that was half tank full. Everything I fucking say just (laughs) has something. Oh, oh, if I had a Steam Deck, oh, I don't get gas. No, no, no. Let's go back a sec. Fucking say today. Willie. Oh, I'm just going to go watch football. Rewind. Everything I say today. God. Willie, if you want to give me a Steam Deck, I will play it on there and I will give you a comprehensive review. A Steam Deck? You want a fucking Steam? I'll give you a Cleveland Steamer, you son of a bitch. Whoa. Whoa. Willie, the cheapest Steam Deck is $399. That could just be a great Christmas gift. Why are you telling me this? Why well, is this something you were sharing with me? I, I bring this up because did you see that Logitech is releasing a handheld that's basically just a cloud streaming device that's $350? And everyone's Whoa. like, everyone's like, you gotta be shitting me. I could buy a Steam Deck for $50 more. And I can play all those games on the cloud on my Steam Deck then. You have to yeah, that's... Does it have... The uh, Logitech one, I'm assuming it's like a, uh, like it's like it has its own store where you have to rebuy all the shit again. No, it's my understanding of it. Let me see if I can pull up more of the details on it because I, I skimmed it. Went, yeah, this shit ain't gonna fly. But it's basically an Android handheld that looks like a Switch, for lack of a better term. And uh, that's the best term. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, this is the leaked version of it that basically comes preloaded with a Game Pass app on it. Comes preloaded with... Wait, wait. Xbox Game Pass? Xbox Game Pass. Which is not an actual app. It basically just opens a Chrome browser on that device to let you stream via the web. I'm trying to find the details. I didn't have this pulled. It's called the G Cloud. There we go. It retails for $399 or $299, depending. Let's see. Seven-inch touchscreen device does Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce Now, in addition to Google Play games, are all accessible on there. Supposed to have a 10 to 12-hour battery life because not doing any processing locally, so that sort of makes sense. Has gyroscopic control in it as well. It basically looks like a Nintendo Switch. The leak. Though, sorry? Talking about the leak thing, right? 
Well, it's not leaked. It's out officially now. Oh, I thought you said it was leaked. Well, there was a leak, and then the official stuff was announced like two weeks ago, and there is a $50 discount if you place a pre-order between now and October 7th. So it will be $299 instead of $349. That box, and you got five days. Not happening. I bought an Oya. I'm not doing this again. Don't you want to stream Dead by Daylight on a handheld? <laughs> no. As I wanted to, you know, playing it on your Switch from the cartridge. If I wanted to stream Dead by Daylight on a handheld, wouldn't I just play the mobile version on my phone? Well, it's probably it's not. Logic. As, it's not as good, probably. And this is Logitech. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that would be. Oh, I'm glad they don't use that fucking catchphrase because that would not be good for them. This isn't Logic. This is Logitech. All right, here we go. Some background on it, because this will tie into something we had as a news story that isn't really assigned to any of us, but the Logitech G Cloud's a little bigger than expected, says Android Police. Wider than the Nintendo Switch, but nowhere near as beefy as a, as a Steam Deck. It's fairly light, coming in at 465 grams. There's no internal moving parts like fans or anything like that, because it's basically just a low-end Android tablet put into handheld mode, so you don't have to worry about overheating it. Basic mm. controller layout, face buttons feel like there's membranes beneath instead of new things with switches. Who have a question? Yes. What are the buttons called? Like, where, what, what, what letters are over them? Or are they numbers? It is the uh, Nintendo, excuse me, the Xbox layout for ABXY. Not the Nintendo one. They just need to rotate it all over again and jumble them all around so it's just all jumbled. Well, from their the point of view... It the, makes uh, sense to go with the Xbox, the or it makes sense to go with the Xbox orientation because they're marketing this as a Game Pass streaming device. Mm. So just like the phone, everyone already has. Effectively, this will also do the NVIDIA GeForce stuff, and people thought it very strange when this was announced that there was no reference to Google Stadia, which we'll get into that <laughs> in a second. <laughs> Let's see. Relies on Wi-Fi, so there's no mobile data here. There's no... Wi-Fi 6 is not supported in it. Amazon Luna doesn't seem to work yet, but Xbox Cloud Gaming and GeForce Now and Stadia work. Gets 1080p streaming down there. Blah, blah, blah. It seems like it's it's basically a cell phone that plays streaming games, which you can do with your phone right now by buying, like... What's the Logitech controller they basically made that snaps onto the sides of your phone and basically turns into a Switch? The Kishi controller or something like that? Yeah, their version of the that spine thing that the other company did. Backblaze, I think is what that one was or something like that. I actually had one for a little bit because I picked it up off a warehouse deal on Amazon. I just The one I got had a busted button, so I sent it back and didn't buy a new one. It worked when I found out the button was busted to explain some things, but... For games where I didn't have to use that because it was one of the trigger buttons. It worked pretty well. Hmm. Can't run Spotify while gaming. You're pretty much just locked into <sighs> things. Hmm. Yeah. Did the Xbox do that? I think so. I don't I know. PlayStation can. I'm just assuming the Xbox also has something similar. So why we bring this up is we can tie it into the extra news story I had before going into news of the week. I said that, hey, this Logitech cloud gaming device suspiciously had no mention of Google Stadia at launch. Everyone was going, hmm, I wonder why that was. Then Thursday or Friday rolled around and Google officially killed Google Stadia. Is anyone surprised? 
Goodbye. And said, hmm, Google Stadia is not there because no one gives a fuck about Google Stadia. The interesting thing was they didn't tell anyone ahead of time, including developers who are making exclusive games, because I guess uh, there's a company that was working on porting a game called Tangle Tower to Stadia that was supposed to launch this weekend as we record this. And the uh, Tom Vian, one half of the studio head, says Tangle Tower was due to launch on Stadia in two days' time. This article was the first I heard oh. about it shutting down. Other developers That's felt similarly sucker punched. So shitty. Reporting, we have a title coming out on November 1st. Now we hear about this. And there were extra yeah. development costs into building for Stadia compared to building for Sony or building for Xbox or building for Nintendo or building for PC. That now studios did have what they called partner managers at Stadia that were supposed to help with the process of supporting these games. Yeah, who knows? Uh, there's a report we signed a deal that had been working towards a Stadia slash Stadia Pro release for a game in 2023. We just had communication with our partner manager earlier in the week going through the next steps, and there was no indication that anything was changing. So Google fucked up. Oh, well, no one can hear you because you're very low right now, but... <laughs> How I'm I'm right on the mic. I don't know how else. To do so, this. I think the Skype might have auto gain on or something like that. I don't know what it's doing. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But Google did screw up, and it's a multifold thing. They told no one they were folding the service. The service was interesting and it has potential use cases. We've seen the advent of cloud gaming become something that's more and more interesting to folks. But Google pulled it without telling anyone, including their partners that are associated with making games exclusive for them. Now, what has been reported is that supposedly the, uh, let's start from a customer standpoint. They did say in their press release effectively that if you purchase Stadia games, Stadia hardware, anything like that, Google is going to refund you the cost of that. Because if you bought, say, Red Dead Redemption 2 on Stadia to play it because that was the exclusive place to cloud stream it, and you put, say, 6,000 hours into the multiplayer like this one guy did, There's no. <laughs> they did find out there's no way to port your save games off of Stadia to elsewhere. Some games will allow you to use the Google Takeout, as they call it, that allows you to make a copy of your account information. But a lot of these games don't have a way for you to take your save game that's in Stadia and put it on your PC version or your other console version of this game. Ubisoft did announce that they are going to be making a tool to migrate save games from Stadia to whatever other devices you have. But they need to have that in place by, I think it's what, mid-November, I think is when this is supposed to die, either early or mid-November. So we're like a month, month and a half out from Stadia being shut down. Am I too uh, low still? Yeah, you're all right now. All right, good. <laughs> it will continue to be playable, excuse me, through January 18th. It's the marketplace that did get shut down. Is Google still fucked? Oh, I don't disagree. Uh, as of yesterday, Kotaku reported there were more concurrent Destiny players on Stadia than Halo Infinite players on Steam. I don't know what that really means. That for more time? Hmm. There were what? more concurrent Destiny players on Stadia than Halo Infinite players on Steam. Huh. How many people had Stadia? What the fuck? Sorry, what? How many people had the Stadia? Well... You, there's There were a couple different versions of it. Remember, they put a bunch of free kits out for people. You could get the pro version that gave you like free games per month and discounts on things. Or you could just use Stadia with any controller, basically, and purchase games to play there. So you didn't have to subscribe to have Stadia games. You could just have a Google yeah. account and play Stadia games that you have purchased. Anymore. 
Yeah, well, the marketplace is closed. You can't purchase any games on there. Why does Google fuck up all the fucking time by not <laughs> saying shit to people? Look at YouTube. YouTube doesn't say shit to their creators. They don't have they to. They say zero to their creators. They're like, what am I doing wrong? We're not selling you. <laughs> See, the only people who aren't sure if they'll be getting any money back are developers in the middle of bringing their games to Stadia. The company had been paying studios, especially indie makers, to bring their releases to the platform, but some of those contracts weren't set to pay out until the games actually launched. So those are the folks right now that are probably like, what the hell? I've got a game slated to come out in February. We're in the middle of porting it over and developing it, and now you're canceling the service. What's going to happen? Am I getting paid? Did I just waste all of this time and money? It's bad. I mean, Google's got the money to pay these folks, and arguably they should pay them. Yeah. Well, and imagine that, yeah, the company whose game was coming out in two days. Are you kidding me? Like, they've the team's probably spent at least 18 months developing code, play testing. Like they're like, sweet. We leave work Friday. Everything's great. When we come in on Monday, we're going to be releasing our game on stadia. And then they come in on Monday. It's like, Oh yeah, the system you were developing for is gone. It's like, wow, that's a kick in the balls. Still there, but Sorry. What? Huh? Well, he said it's still there, but they're not publishing the game. Yeah. Oh Yeah. So hopefully they get paid. That's the big thing. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, at least Google should at least pay them for the development. Because man, that's so shitty. Yeah, to have that like the rug pulled out for you when you're two days out from a game launch, like that's awful. Well, I mean, and arguably, what's interesting is if you go and look at like the Digital Foundry videos where they do like the teardowns of every version of a game that comes out to talk about, hey, the graphics work best on this. Here's where we've seen screen tearing and stuff like that. At launch, Cyberpunk played the best on Google Stadia. That was the best platform to play Cyberpunk 2077 on, was Google Stadia. <laughs> I supposed to be impressed? Yes, yeah, extremely actually. impressed. It was a hit on you, Chris. It was a hit on them. <laughs> and side note, uh, Cyberpunk kind of resurrected themselves. Most concurrent gamers on Steam for like the past couple weeks since the new patch and the anime came out. Kind of impressive to see. I, I kind of want to go back and replay it now, but I think I'm going to wait until the DLC comes out. Which God knows when that is. I don't even know. But yeah, Stadia is dead. Long live Stadia. So, well, I only know, in I, my heart. I get it. I get what you're trying to say. That being said, I did have Google Stadia. If you're watching live right now, here's my How Stadia controller. Ooh. Chris has got one. Use it. Did I use it? Yes. Uh, when they gave Why me three free months you of. Can hear me? I can barely hear you. I turned it up. I might have to just go, guys, because this shit is just not working. <laughs> I, I didn't change anything. What's I weird is that I I can hear week. him. It's low, but I can hear him just fine. Oh, it's very low for How's me. That? Is that better? It's about the same. I t <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Frustrated Willie. <laughs> Motherfucking Woosaw. <laughs> Fuck Woosaw. I'm about to go Wu-Tang on this fucking bitch. <laughs> serenity now serenity now Serenity could suck a cop <laughs> so stadia is dead which we can tie into the whole conversation we had about the weird console that's coming out that's just for cloud gaming that is almost the same cost as the steam deck and is more expensive than a nintendo switch honestly what they need to do and i know it'll yeah, never happen that's... is uh put the game pass app or open the browser up on the switch so that i can access game pass and the switch would be like the ultimate game pass device for me That'd be freaking sweet. Yeah, I mean, if you could play everything that's on Game Pass on the Switch, 
That'd be a, that'd be a reason to get a Switch because I still ain't got one. Nintendo still ain't sold me on it. Well, that's delightful. I need to get Splatoon three. I haven't done that yet, but yeah, I love my Nintendo Switch. But that's our non-news of the week news that non- we kind of news of the week news segued into. It's our teaser of the week. Ooh, tease, tease, Google, tease. stop fucking up for dear God. And stop fucking up YouTube as well. You're fucking up every which way. I feel like I have to yell just so everyone can hear me. God damn it. Works perfectly. Well, I mean, this is the company whose motto used to be don't be evil, right? And they got rid of that. <laughs> yeah, effectively. Uh-huh. So a bunch of those executives need to get punched in the fucking face is what I hear. I'm more than likely. Won't make any difference, though. They'll just sue you and then keep being pieces of shit. Oh, That's what still be evil. I'm saying Google is evil. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. That, evil is a lie. You here's the thing to consider on Stadia. How long are they supposed to pay for and keep running a product that is costing them money because no one bought into it? I'm not talking about just the Stadia thing. It's uh, everything. I know. But let's take it back to that because there's a lot of people and I don't think it's unfair that are dogging on Google in the comments in regards to Stadia. But the simple question is, how long are they supposed to support a product that no one's using? I don't care to stop supporting it. Tell the people making games exclusively. I, I agree with that. For you. I agree with That's that. Where you that was up Google. That's where you're a cunt. That was completely mismanaged. Care. And who's the guy that runs that? He used to be the guy at Sony that did uh like the eye toy and stuff like that. I'm trying to find his name. Phil Harrison. That was his name. The eye toy was shit. Yeah. Phil Harrison was put in, Yeah. Phil Harrison was put in charge of the Google Stadia and Games Division. And was even asked point blank three years ago why people should have faith in this and is going to have to eat his words on that because he's been put <laughs> out there as the figurehead to get killed in the PR space in regards to the Stadia decision. And I don't think people are wrong to be upset about the way in which it was handled. Now, I think it's more than fair that you're basically getting, as a user, you're getting refunded pretty much any money you would have put into Google Stadia. So I think that's fair. That part's good. Yeah. What do you mean by what do you mean? What what do you mean? I'm you said confused. Any money that you would have put into Stadia. Any money that you have put into Stadia. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I was so confused by that. I was like, <laughs> what does that mean? If you haven't done it yet, don't do it. Any money you put into it up until Thursday or Friday when they closed the storefront. All of that is going to get refunded is pretty much what it said in there. Now they're still working out the processes for that. So from a user perspective. I think they're doing all right by the users. From a developer community perspective, they fucked up royally. There's no way you pull the plug without telling these people it's coming. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Just... How did that one thing not have the Stadia thing? What was it again? What was um... fuck? What were we talking about just a moment ago? Cyberpunk it didn't have Stadia on the thing. Oh, the Logitech device. Yeah. Yeah. Like how they have an idea of it. Because they can look at the numbers as everyone else can look at, basically, to see who's doing it, I guess. Oh, and they just said, oh, we're just not doing this? I mean... Without knowing the, that they're shutting it down? I mean, maybe Google tipped them off. I don't know. I mean... It was strange, because everyone looked at it and went, why the hell is Stadia not on here? But the other thought was, you can just open up the Chrome browser, I think, on that device and play Google Stadia games. Similar to what they're doing with the Xbox Game Pass stuff, which is there's not an actual app for it, is my understanding. It's basically just launching a web browser. Think, uh, this logic is going to have a good enough web browser. Yeah, it probably uses Chrome. It's an Android tablet. Mm-hmm. 
And whose Chrome are you made by? By Google. What's Google. Chrome's been canceled. Don't tell anybody. I'm going to know. Yeah, with the market share Chrome has, it's not getting canceled. I'm going to start using Firefox. That can suck a dick. Go ahead and use Firefox, man. The problem is if you use it on your phone, you're basically using Chrome, is my understanding. No, no. That's on the iOS side of the house. If you use Firefox, ah. you're basically using Safari. Yeah, fuck you, iPhone users. That <laughs> <laughs> giggle was that, Chris? Is everything I do wrong today? <laughs> no, it's just funny. Yeah. This just got me. It hit me in a weird spot. I like <laughs> I was I was not suspecting that. It just hit me. Well, what's your uh, news? True. Let's move into some happy news, not the sad news of game services folding and All game right, does. My happy news is Hurricane Iran. <laughs> did you just say Hurricane Iran? He oh, did. Shit, was it Ian? Yeah, Ian. Ian. Okay, yeah, it, it ran through. I guess because I was saying that it blocked got in my head. Yeah, Ian. It, yeah, it ran Ian? through. I guess I, my head just flowed through with it. Fuck. It's not a good morning, all right? It's not a good morning. <laughs> well, he's having a rough go of it, okay? I'm ready just to call it quits for uh, everything Chris does is wrong, and Willie's going to whisper about it. And it's, it just turned into my favorite fucking month, and I'm already, I don't even think I can handle it. I can't even handle awesome. my favorite month. Will, you it's can't awesome. handle spooky season? I'm done. Spook, spooky season is my favorite season, it's the best. It's pumpkin spice time. It's voodoo. Uh, that Mountain Dew voodoo. Willie, stop being a basic bitch. Ah, <sighs> he's just waiting for he's just waiting for pumpkin spice voodoo. <laughs> His eyes just lit up. <laughs> oh, they do that? I think. Why like, would they do something that? Like that it was like a spicy I don't know. one, not like spicy like the hot flaming hot one, but it was like a like a ginger. They did a gingerbread Mountain Dew, didn't they? Yeah, I tried. Yeah, they it did. All right. But yeah, they could, yeah, if they do it with the gingerbread, they could definitely fucking do it with pumpkin. Oh, anyway, shit. Anyway, back. Bring it back up. News of the week. Good news. Mm. Ian sucks. <laughs> All right, but for real, though. Actually, I kind of enjoyed the weather from where I was. I know it devastated a lot of places. Made the weather nice for me, so... He'll suck. Anyway, James Gunn is in the news again. Why is he in the news again? Because he just got married to his wife, Jennifer Holland. I hope I remember that name correctly. Playing for confirmation. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, I got it right. And uh, they just got yeah. And uh, from uh, from tales that I've been told, they uh, it was officiated by Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother. That is correct. I had to quickly mm. think of what the fuck is his name again? Oh, yeah, Sean. Also known as Craglin from the Guardians of the Galaxy and the on-set Rocket the Raccoon. Um, and also, I heard they also had a baseball game for the that was pretty much Marvel versus DC. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roker, and Michael Roker, played for both teams. Which makes sense. Rooker had quite the suit for the wedding too. It was pretty. I have not it was pretty seen cool that. looking. I've not seen the image of that. They're they're the Yahoo is slacking on this. Where's that image? Well, you just got to go to James Gunn's Twitter. He shared a bunch of photos on James well, Gunn's Twitter. What James? Yeah, his Twitter and yeah, James Gunn's uh, Instagram for a bit, man. You're all there a lot. I, I appreciate you. 
Oh, there's nothing more to that. That's where he announced his wedding stuff. How I mean, that was the best place to mm-hmm. see stuff. I just like the the cake topper they did on the wedding cake. He's on it too much. The important shit, yes, but he's on it entirely. I don't okay. know. I'm just saying shit to say shit, man. I'm sorry, James Gunn. My bad. Hey, if you need a tall dude for one of your movies, man, I got you. I do all sorts of weird things. <laughs> uh, that's that's a heck of a resume you got there. I can do all sorts of weird faces. <laughs> Put me in a wig. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Fact, how about uh, James Gunn, just on the likelihood that you see this, you can use my likeness for something. Just use that. I ain't going to sue shit. I think it'll be funny as fuck. Boy, I, I just like their the top of their wedding cake. Did you see that, Willie? He did. Yeah. <laughs> As if you look on James Gunn's uh, Twitter and his Instagram, they showed off their wedding cake, and they have two custom Funko Pops were the bride and groom topper on the top of their wedding cake. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Willie. That's what you get, Willie. What you now get? Here's a question for you, Bachman. How much you now? Ever be sold? No, those. I mean, if they're actually, because I mean, there's a director series of Funko Pops, so there probably is a James Gunn Funko Pop. But if those two are actually, yeah, because he said thanks to original Funko for our cape toppers. So if they actually sent them to custom made one of a kinds, those are probably worth five to ten grand each. With the I way Funko Pops are sold. Are yeah. Like, it is for a wedding for this person. Like, that is... Yeah. Like, you know, that's... So, yeah, because, I mean, some of the prototype ones out there, like, I think there's three copies of, like, the Boba Fett prototype Funko Pop that have gone for a couple of grand. So, yeah, these are literally one-of-a-kind Funkos. Yeah, you could get five, ten grand out of them with the right collector. Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt these two are going to sell them. Like, for the... yeah, for the right collector. Not me. I mean, but the real question is, why would they sell them? You just look all around your room there, buddy. I don't have any pops in here. Not you, Oh, no, Chris. I do. Sorry. I have Shut four up, Funko Chris. Pops in my Make office. Make fun of Bachman now. Oh, thank yeah, God. I have, I have 300 Funko Pops in my office. Now, action figures and stuff like that, that's a bit more problematic because that's all that's hanging on the wall in here. I got some things up here. Ooh. I a point. <laughs> I even have a Spider-Man on my microphone right here. There's a uh, Cole McGrath, Infamous, and Infamous Two, and then uh, Nathan Drake from Bachman's favorite game as of right now. I hope that's not bad. I'm liking me some Uncharted too. I got Captain America right here. Captain America. I, I, Sam Wilson is staring deep into like your soul. Though. Heck yeah! I'm sure they'll refine some stuff for the movie because everyone gets new yeah. costumes when they. Uh, Go on and do other movies based off Plus, of the yeah. Like we it's get also, it. it's, red, white, and blue. We get it. It's one of those ones that like there's just certain costumes that look so much better on paper as a drawing than when you convert them to live action. That's why we've still never seen Wolverine in, a, in yellow spandex. Like Wait, it's just a strange look. We almost we, got we it. We should be. We should. I think we almost got it. And like they did they the helmet version. So MCU. But still, it was never that it was still piece and that fucking saying, yellow or that fucking weird ass brown color. I don't fucking the care. tan and yellow. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I better see that fucking costume or the tan and brown, I guess, because, yeah, it's tan and brown or yellow and blue. Fox never had yeah. the big cojones to show it. Fuck them. No, 
they did the mask. So they're all right. But yeah, it would still need to be like, you know, something more like a motorcycle suit, like what Deadpool has, where it's not actually a spandex suit. I mean, there was a scene in, what was it, The Wolverine? Yeah, but they showed the mask. They didn't show a suit. And the gloves. Yeah. There was was like a suit underneath the mask part. Yeah, that was the implication. yeah, it's the okay, implication, but like you didn't fabric, see. Not like, couldn't yeah, see you didn't see like yeah, like a spandex suit, but like still, even the mask was like something that looked like it was like carbon fiber. It oh, wasn't yeah. like flimsy. But yeah, there's, there's just Why? there's certain there's certain stuff that's hard to do in live action because apparently there is footage. I don't know if it's Doug Gray Scott or Hugh Jackman, but apparently they did put one of the actors for X Men One in a spandex suit at one point to see what Wolverine would look like in like yellow spandex and then they were like that looks awful because of course this was also you know five minutes after the matrix they're like oh no all the x-men are gonna wear leather like everything is gonna be black leather. well hold on that was also the same time they had come in and redone the x-men comics and put them in black leather and stuff too with the grant morrison yeah. run so that's Which what was, was all, in the comics at the yeah. time it was all love for the matrix it was just everybody was trying to look like neo i mean i think morrison <laughs> did it before that it actually sort of made sense in the context of their story too that they went yeah, when they were like, oh, we're not going to be superheroes anymore. We're just going to be badass mutants. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, it, it's something that, yes, just certain costumes don't translate as well. And the Sam Cap costume is an amazing costume in the comics. The What they got on screen for Falcon and Winter Soldier is amazing looking, but it's a hard translation to make that spandex look cool in live action. Really, it was the neck I thought was the difficult stuff to pull off. And yeah, that, the armor looked good, but yeah, the fact that he basically looked like he was wearing like almost a white, like a white spandex sock around his head, that part just looked a little strange. But it, I'm I'm here to see it. Like you know, Anthony Mackie's out there calling out, saying, "Hey, out in the New World Order, I want a action sequence as cool as the elevator scene." So anybody that can put that out there and then go make a movie saying that they're trying to aim for that level of badass, fuck yeah, I'm here to see it. Well, I'm also excited. This is a tangent off of that, though. The Armor Wars is now a movie instead of a TV show. That's going to be cool. Yeah, see. And Armor Wars will be good, and Don Cheadle's good. I'm just wondering where they're going with it. The rumor was, now I've not seen this officially confirmed. Someone tried to say that Hollywood Reporter confirmed it, and I couldn't find it there, that Sam Rockwell and Paul Bettany will be in the movie as well. The dancing man himself. The dancing Sam man himself. I love Sam Rockwell. Well, I mean, every fucking movie at this point, when it comes to like making altered versions of armor so far, you've got Sam Rockwell messed with War Machine and then Whiplash made his like Whiplash suit. That's really it for the Iron Man villains. Well, we're going to see some interesting shakeout, though, from from Black Panther. There'll be some interesting shakeout when we get Iron. Yeah, because that will basically show us that people are making their own versions of Stark tech at this point in time. And Hey, here's someone who successfully did it, which makes me yeah. think Ironheart could potentially show up in armor wars as well, because that could be the impetus for Rhodey being like the hell. How yeah, well, there's, have- there's, there's no way Ironheart isn't in iron wars. Yeah. You're going to get war machine and Ironheart fighting side by side, trying to take down whoever it is that's, you know, out there mass producing Tony Stark suits what that they haven't been able to stop. Armored suit technology and nanotech and things like that. That kind of Stark tech. Yeah. Everything's got to be named after him now if it's a suit. Fucking bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> I'm glad well, if it's based off of Spoilers. his technology, then yeah. yeah. And they did make a point of saying that Secret Invasion 
is pretty much leading into armor wars. So things that happen in Secret Invasion are going to set up armor wars. I'm not coming out until next year. I don't even know. Well, armor wars is like two years out now, too. Oh. Yeah. And now it's also interesting, too. A lot of people are theorizing that this is going to get bumped up into Blade's position because evidently Blade just is bringing in a new director now and a new writer who's supposed to come and workshop the script. And depending on the dirt sheets that you believe, they're either fixing the script or rewriting and doing a whole new version of the script. So who knows what's going on? Sorry? You're fighting vampires. How hard can it fucking be? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, basically, I mean, we got three movies with hardly any script, and all three of those movies are amazing. So, two those, those movies, movies are, are amazing. Those movies are amazing. Two of those movies are amazing. The third one. Really? Right. Really? The reason that we have Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool? Because he got to play Hannibal King and say lines like cock juggling thunder cunt. <laughs> that was a great line. On camera <laughs> to Parker Posey. <laughs> I said it was all right. That's part of the all right. That movie is amazing. I, I, I mean, Triple H, I find you hilarious, especially that one when you're like backstage and you're getting oh. annoyed at this dude trying to show you off stage and Stephanie McMahon's there with your wife. What's his name? And Charcoal like, yeah, Grimwood? Let's move on to this thing. And that was fucking hilarious, but you can, you're not a good actor, man. That was not good. There's a reason he movie. stopped trying to act. Yeah, there's a reason I think that was what, his like third and last movie? film. Didn't he do like a uh, summer camp movie? He did a movie movies. where... It was, he's taking his daughter to, he's like an ex-con that's taking his daughter as the chaperone on a field trip to like a DC museum. It was a WWE film and then the place gets like robbed. Yeah, Paul. Paul. His name's Paul Levette. That's his real name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Paul Levette is Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Sorry, what is that last name? Levesque. Levesque? Oh, I thought it was Levesque. Yeah, it's like Lava Q or something. It's it's French, isn't it? That that, is, that looks definitely French. Yeah. There's a reason why everyone just calls him Triple H or Hunter. Yeah, because he'll beat up anybody that I calls mean, him Paul. Even when they <laughs> announced he was taking over as the head of talent and yeah, stuff like that, I think they referred to him as Triple H and then put his real name in parentheses. So, like, <laughs> that's just yeah, how yeah, it goes. That was a summer camp movie because I remember seeing the poster, which I'm looking at right now, is Triple H. And then in behind him is a school bus with a woman driving and then some dipshits on top of the bus. Yeah, I think that's the one I saw where it's, yeah, he's, it's like he's the chaperone taking his kid on a field trip. And then they get someone tries to rob like the museum while they're there. It was not the best WWE film. Oh, that WWE implies there's actually good ones. There is. See no evil. I've seen the worst. You want to know what the worst one is? Which the one, one with is Dean Kane in the big show in prison. I don't even know about that one. Oh, yeah. But I would argue that Leprechaun is the worst one. That was a WWE film? Wait, which Leprechaun? The one where it was Hornswoggle playing the fucking... Was it even oh. a Leprechaun? It wasn't <laughs> even a Leprechaun. It was a monster. Spoiler for this whole movie. Don't watch it. It's shit. It's he's a fucking just a monster running around like they just call him a leprechaun for no fucking reason. They call him a leprechaun because it's hornswoggle. Doesn't say shit. It just bites you and eats you and shit. That's it. That's it. It's like (laughs) feast. That's all it is. It's the monster from feast. Pretty much. Bite you and eat you and shit. uh, Guy is I can't. I don't. I'd never do his name ever. But it was just him in that costume. Pretty much from what I know. Understand. It was terrible. (laughs) I own it. I bought all, 
all the fucking Leprechaun movies in like this Blu-ray pack. And it came with all of them on like three discs or something, except for the very last one because it came out because that set came out before that Leprechaun Return it was called the sequel to only the first one. And to be fair, that's the only sequel in the Leprechaun series because all of the other ones have nothing to do with any of the other ones. The Leprechaun has a different origin story in every fucking movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Even in back to uh, what Leprechaun into Hood. And Leprechaun back to the hood. He didn't go back because it's a whole new Leprechaun. Played by the same person, <laughs> Warwick Davis, but it's still a whole other Leprechaun. Like the whole other hood movie didn't even matter. It's so fucking confusing. Well, of course none of them mattered. Though speaking of weird things where like they have a set of something and part of it's strange. On HBO Max, they have, like, they put out their spooky season catalog, go down, look at all, you know, the spooky season stuff, just like Halloween on Hulu. And I was going through it, and I'm like, okay, they got this, they got that, and, you know, a bunch of good stuff. There's family stuff, there's slasher movies, there's all of it. And then I click on, it's like, oh, they had the Nightmare on Elm Street collection. I was like, okay, I want to see what they got in there. Like, did they put the new remake in there? Weirdly, they have all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies in the Nightmare on Elm Street collection on Hulu Max, except for number four. Four, which I don't know how you lose the Dream Master. And you're getting HBO. No, Max on Hulu? HBO Max, it was. I said they okay. were doing their Hulu, their Halloween thing, like Huluween, because oh. Hulu does Huluween. Okay. Yep. But yeah, Hulu HBO Max. Max yes. Yeah, so weirdly, HBO Max on their Nightmare on Elm Street collection, they have Nightmare, a Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Revenge, the Dream Warriors. They skip the Dream Master and go right to the Dream Child, then Freddy's Dead, then Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Freddy versus Jason, and the remake, A Nightmare on Elm Street. So they have eight of the nine, but for some odd reason, they don't have number four in there? And that's not even the worst one. Yeah, it's just, it's so strange. It's New Line. something with some kind of rights going around, probably. Yeah, which... I just I would understand that more like if they didn't have Freddy versus Jason or if they didn't have the new Platinum Dunes remake. It's like, okay, rights issues, that makes sense. It's not in the collection. But how are you missing number four? Like that's so strange. It might be like sorry to bring it back to Yakuza series, the Yakuza universe, but uh for the game's judgment and lost judgment, they were trying to port it over to the PC and they couldn't. They were had a they had a stoppage. They had a stoppage because um the main the main voice actor for the main character his uh, what how do you call it? Uh, the uh, what do you call it when people they they the man not managers but uh, his his agent dude yeah agent his yeah the the, the, the his agent they, that the that owns i guess i don't know how it works man words are not coming to my head right now but you know what i mean <laughs> the, the agency that agency there it is the agency he works for were being very fucking shady. Very fucking shady. And they wouldn't allow the deal to go through for some reason. Hmm. So the actor was like, yeah, do it. But they couldn't because his agency was like, no, don't do it. But they finally got it released on last week or two weeks ago. That's good news. But I'm sure it's something like that. I've been something like that with one of the hmm. actors. Like, uh, so streaming rights wasn't part of our contract, but uh, they are now. Like, oh, well, we just won't put your movie out there. Yeah, you know, I always think it's weird when you use like the middle of a franchise. Like, if, if it was Freddy versus Jason or the remake, Dream Master's solid. 
that's one of the better ones. Yeah, that's one of the better ones where Freddy's character gets to do some cool shit, and they show Amanda Kruger giving birth to Freddy, well, and that he was like a demon from the get-go. Put that as a positive. You Because it's a great birth. sequence. You get to see Freddy come out the birth canal. What I did not fuck? say that. We're, I did not say that. We're in a weird state, though, when it comes to what movies and television products are showcased on streaming services and stuff like that. Because there was another HBO Max one that came up, and I, I can't remember the name of the cartoon series. But, like, they sold digital copies of, like, season one and two that you could buy. So, like, say you had the Voodoo app and you bought it digitally. Warner Brothers pulled the digital copies, too. So, like, even hmm. if you bought it, remember... When you buy a digital copy of a movie, you're effectively buying a license to it. You don't actually own it. So Warner no. Brothers pulled it. So even if you owned it, you no longer have it because they wanted the tax write-off on it. I can't remember the name of the cartoon. I'll see if I can look it up right now. Ah, that's so shitty. Freaking Warner Brothers, man. They're like, that Saslov guy. Because I know HBO shows a lot of those. I don't know how they they part of I have no yeah, idea. It, it's too hard keeping track of who owns what anymore. Like there's yeah. so it's, it's weirdly so many companies and so few companies at the same time, because each company is actually just nine different companies all rolled into one company that somebody owns. They even this pulled a DC team. one Aquaman King of Atlantis. They pulled also. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was Which supposedly had like actual storytelling that went with the first movie leading but, to the second movie, but was no longer Canon. So it's very confusing. Oh, come on. For the DC movies, we know nothing is canon. Cool. Because, like, every time they try to start a universe, <laughs> they shoot themselves in the foot and start over again. Stop. The Batman? The Batman was the badass. Keep doing shit like that. They're trying to hire someone to be their Kevin Feige still. Then no and one... You better keep doing the Batman, too, because I want to see that shit, goddammit. For all... By what they mm. have said is that the Matt Reeves Batman stuff will continue despite the fact that didn't they cancel one of the TV shows? I think at least two of the shows. I can't remember. And what was the other show? Was there was supposed to be a Penguin show. There was supposed to be a Gotham Central type show. That's right. The cops. And there was. Wait, was it Catwoman? I think no, there was there three shows announced. What was the other one? I want to say they were doing at least three. And yeah, they canceled at least two of them. Because, yeah, I know they canceled the Colin Farrell Penguin show, which, oh, they, you could have done some really cool, like, you know, a gangster show with him in that makeup. Like, he was he was hamming it up in that character and having a damn good time. Did they cancel that one? I thought that one. Yeah, I thought the Penguin one got canceled. I don't remember. There's They canceled so much stuff, I can't keep track of it. That's the thing. Yeah. Warner Brothers, suck a dick for canceling everything that you had Brendan Fraser in. You could suck a dick. That they can do. That's true. Batgirl and Doom Patrol, go fuck yourself. I mean, I was surprised every time Doom Patrol got said, Ed, new next season, we're doing it. I was like, really? I'm happy for it. I love it. I'm just surprised that they keep continuing to get be, you know, greenlit for a new season. Holy shit. But I was happy every time. And I was happy when I heard, yeah, season four. Yeah. Let's go for season four. I'm surprised. Let's do it. Cancel. No. This is a problem you put, you know, a penny pincher in charge. The guy who, oh, he made a bunch of money for Discovery by making a producing a bunch of shows that cost nothing because he does nothing but garbage reality TV and then just, you know, labels it, you know, to try to make it look like it's interesting. Well, in the Every, everybody in Warner Brothers is going to be left out, you know, naked and afraid. That's what's going to be the end result. 
the worst is that rumor now that they're setting things up so they can get acquired by NBC Universal. Who owns what? I don't fucking know. I mean, maybe That's NBC Universal will uncancel some of the stuff that they basically just pulled for tax write-offs if that happens. Maybe we actually get the Batgirl movie if NBC buys them. God only knows. It's such a mess. I w- I'm going to pirate it. I don't fucking care. They already fucked it up. How are you going to pirate I, I it? Like it's pirate. not out I there. I pirating. It's not I, out I'm there. Against, I'm anti-pirate. Willie, you can't pirate it. It's not out there. I know, but it's yeah. leaked. This is it like leaked. Nicolas Cage style. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. That's what you have to do to get the Batgirl movie because they screened yeah. it like twice in their studio. And in fact, before they even officially announced the cancellation, they pulled it from all of the websites, not websites, from all of servers. the servers and stuff in which the yeah. directors were still putting together footage and stuff. So like they pulled it from the directors before they even told them they were canceling the project. It's not out you, there. Chris. I hear you, Chris, but I have a counterpoint to you. You ready for the counterpoint? Oh, of course. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool test footage. Yeah, because he still had the footage. Nobody yeah. has the footage. Well, I mean, in Willie's defense, the footage, it exists. It's got to be somewhere. It's in a vault, basically. It's well, not, in it's on defense, a hard drive somewhere. We can yeah. hack into on that a hard shit. drive Someone locked up somewhere, so shit. they can write it off for tax purposes. Because if it comes out, do that shit. If it comes out, they can't get the tax write off. So they locked this shit down so they could save money. Which is so utterly ridiculous. At this point, they fucked up from too much. I don't. Well, disagree. it's so stupid because it's a twenty million dollar tax write off. They'd have made twenty million dollars in profit just on the fact that Michael Keaton is in Batgirl alone. No, 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 Bachman. That's the thing. You more twenty. These Hollywood studios. Do you know what they do? They cook the books so it makes it look Avatar. I'm pretty sure it looked like it made a loss on money. The at the time, the number one movie in the world. Made a loss in profits on. Oh yeah, that's how they cheat. Yeah. So I don't understand it. Yeah. Oh, we can't make all this money. We're still cheating the system, but we still can't get fuck off. Just fuck off. I mean, I don't disagree with you in that sentiment. You cheat the system, and you're still crying like a little bitch. Well, this is a problem when you put people that are you know money managers in charge of a studio instead of creatives. I'm getting a little angry today, aren't I? A little bit. I'm sorry. For oh, it's good. At least I'm we can hear you. It just flows out when you get that. Like, <laughs> why? Why? I mean, Google's still a cunt. I'm, but I'm sorry for using that word. Well, fair enough. You can use whatever word you. And see, you say that, but then I had words removed from the podcast, so we know that's not true. Yeah, I didn't say I'd keep them in. Removed, which was rightfully <laughs> so. It was a little too controversial, even though there was nothing wrong with the joke. But I do get the context <laughs> of it. You understand? I, I, I wholeheartedly backed you up on that, Chris. <laughs> Even as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, no. I was like, you cut that, Chris, as soon as I said it. We've only done, like, one of our actual News of the Week yeah. stories. I've it's true. It's true. <laughs> Bach, why don't you go next? I thought I would you know, segue to it. Well, we do the easy, quick one. Uh, yeah, mentioning yeah, the Deadpool leak footage after uh, two awesome movies. And we've been waiting to find out what the third would be. Uh, Ryan Reynolds put out a fantastic uh, preview or tease, I guess, for the new Deadpool that he was working on it. He was working really hard, digging deep into his soul and found nothing. And he was completely empty. And this is an awesome shot of him sitting on a couch, like just like depressed. And then you see someone walk by in the background eating an apple. And then you hear Ryan Reynolds go. Hey Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? And then Hugh Jackman goes, "Yeah, sure, Ryan." 
and that's all we need for Deadpool three because that's all we fucking need. Fuck, did you gotta do it right? Like, yeah, sure, Ryan. Get the <laughs> whole like laissez-faire attitude with it too. Yeah, I and, can't do I yeah. can't do Hugh Jackman's sure, voice, Ryan. but yeah, the song and dance man is apparently going to put his body through the rigmarole one more time. Which I don't know. Is he gonna be like? Uh, was it the Wolverine level of shredded again? Wasn't that the last one he did? Where yes. no, that was Logan. So, he was pretty shredded for Logan. What he looked like, but he's still Logan. shredded for Logan. But like the Wolverine when he's in the fight with the Silver Samurai, like remember that? That was like the sixth or seventh time he'd played Wolverine, and that was probably the least amount of body fat he's ever had as a human. And holy crap, was that dude in amazing shape? And yeah, he's going to come back. I ho- I honestly hope he doesn't go as hard at the gym because like isn't he like 60 now? Like, like you know, I, I want the dude to kill himself just to play Wolverine because he's great as Wolverine. I love Hugh 53. Jackman Wolverine. 53. But yeah, he doesn't need to look like he's, you know, like he did when he was 28 just to like be like put on the put on, you know, the denim jacket, you know. Where where the motorcycle outfit? You know, you don't have to have the world's greatest guns. Realize this isn't the fucking eighties anymore. You don't have to have Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, boot all the damn time. You don't need that. Are you, you kidding? Look at, they look at wish. Nobody. Look at nobody. Yeah, but I'm saying, are you kidding? They wish they looked as good as Hugh Jackman did in The Wolverine. I right. Do, I wish I. Looked he was in good, better shape in that movie. that. Not at all. No, I'd but he was in better shape in that movie I than I think it. Stallone's probably ever been in his life. Schwarzenegger probably beats him only because he was Mr. Olympia. But even then, at that point, I'll bet Schwarzenegger had more body fat than Hugh Jackman did when he was the Wolverine. I mean, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger makes sense because just all, his sheer size of the it. line he said in what was that bodybuilding movie? Pumping Iron or whatever. Pumping Iron. Yeah, it was like, oh, it feels like coming every time. <laughs> he literally said that line. Working out is That's like true. coming for him. His direct. The, the the word coming is from him. He said that. That's a quote. I wouldn't be that uh, that uh, coarse with it, but you know. Oh, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be. I just say orgasm, which is you know cleaner. <laughs> it's less. But, it's, uh, it's less abrasive. How's that? Yeah. It, I mean, it was it was one of the ones where like yeah, it, it was funny to watch Twitter explode because then you know discussing film and slash film and every news thing out there was like. Ryan Reynolds confirms Wolverine in Deadpool three. And it was just, it was the news cycle for a day and it was hilarious. And then Hugh Jackman, yeah, put up a shot of him, like in the gym working out. He's like, all right, time to get in Wolverine shape again. And it's like, you know, Ryan Reynolds talking about how they've been filming, but now Hugh Jackman's going to join. It's like, I wonder if like Hugh Jackman's already done all the work and has already finished filming his part in Deadpool three. Like it could already be done before they tell us. Because, you know, they are kind of sneaky about keeping that stuff under racks. I mean, we had Brad Pitt in, Brad, in Deadpool 2, and nobody knew about it. So well, they are good with keeping some of the secrets. Well, and they also yeah. screwed with us the day after the announcement when it was those two guys on the couch saying, all right, we're going to break down to you guys yeah. how this all Here's started. Here's what's going to happen. And they start talking, and then you just basically get music playing over them or something like that. And I'm like, oh, well done. I really yeah, hope part of the fantastic. marketing for this movie is them just screwing with us like this between now and what is it? 2024 is when this comes out. 2025. I think so. Yeah. Which I mean, and it has September to be like September 24th, 2024. I think it was September I mean, yeah. something. I remember September. It was nine something 24s. So we had two years. Yeah. I mean, and it's perfect for Deadpool. Like that was one of the things that I love. Like the fact that they did like romantic comedy 
advertising for the first Deadpool movie. So like there were literally people that went and saw it thinking, I guess there are possibly people that went and saw it thinking it was a romantic comedy because of the way they did the, the fake trailer and the posters. And then they did, what was it? The family version of Deadpool for Deadpool two. That was like the G rated version that they put in the theaters, which was like Deadpool for Christmas or whatever. Like, I mean, I love that they keep messing with stuff, but yeah, so it was cool to see. Cause yeah, it's, it's the one thing like, you know, I, Hugh Jackman, I love the man, but man, he puts himself through some hard, hard days to look the way he does as Wolverine. And so get on him for having the balls to do it again. But then freaking, um, yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah. Knowing that like every, we're, we're supposedly going to get what we want in Deadpool, which if you bring Deadpool into the MCU and you're also introducing Wolverine, then we're probably going to get our first on-screen mutant in Deadpool three, which, you know, how they're going to connect all the universes, who knows, but is Deadpool technically a mutant anyway? No, technically. No, he's an experiment. He doesn't like have an X gene. Genes mutated, but he doesn't have an X gene in our in yeah. the okay. comics. You okay. have to have I'll the X that. gene I'll to get be behind a that. Yeah, he wasn't born with powers. And he I was given his say, powers through an experiment. Fair yeah, enough. and I do want to say since we are uh, talking about you know uh, yeah the body positivity thing we're not body positive the body workout of uh, Hugh Jackman there is one actor who's uh, I, I do admire for his workout stuff and that's Ethan Suppley. He deserves oh, yeah. that uh, high five. Oh, that dude! Yeah, he's uh, is, is uh, biking, right? He's a cyclist now. He's uh, lost no, a seen, ton I've of weight. Thing. He just works the fuck out. Like he does work out, but it's for himself. He wants to do it. It's something he wants to do. Yeah, because yeah, that dude was gigantic. No offense to him, because I loved him and everything he's in. Fucking the butterfly effect, uh, mall rats, fucking uh, 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 boy meets world. Fucking love yeah, the, the, he's a great actor. Titans? Come on, yeah. my man. This guy is great. Wasn't he in that Jason Lee, My Name is Earl show, too? Yeah. 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 He was like the friend of him, like best friend of him. So I, don't oh. know, I never watched it. So, so side yeah. note, I'm not going to tell anyone where to find this that's watching live, but the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer leaked last night. Yeah, I saw that. I don't want to watch it. Let me guess. It. YouTube. You can just look it up on YouTube more than likely. I saw it on Twitter, but I did <laughs> see a screenshot that of what Ken- you just posted up. Mm-hmm. Yes, Willie, that's what I just shared in our internal chat. <laughs> I didn't know. I just saw something pop up on your screen. I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought you got blue screen or something because it looked like that that color of like you saw nothing, Windows. Willie. You saw nothing. Up. That's why I was like, what are like, what the fuck? So so yes, I found it on Twitter and shared it with these guys so they could watch it themselves. It's getting pulled rapidly, but the screenshots I saw of Kang's costume looks really cool. Let's just put it that nice. way. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, my other news story was there was uh, we're all still in preparation for Avatar The Last Airbender live action. We sadly know that the show creators have left the show. And so it's a question of like what Netflix did, what changes were made, Wait, what creators. Yeah. So the guys that created Avatar The Last Airbender are not part of the Netflix live action show anymore. They left. But Netflix is going forward with the show because apparently they own the live action. So they've, you know just keep adding to the cast we've had more and more cast announcements but uh there was a couple of additions that were just fantastic because uh we got, got george takai amber midthunder midthunder james Sai, and a bunch of others have joined the last airbender cast uh amber midthunder most people would recognize now as a uh the the girl that we just saw fight the predator 
So she's hugely popular at this moment and a badass actress. And so she is, wait, where did I have it here? Where is she? Who's she playing? Uh, I lost where she was at in the list. She's playing uh, Soka. The, the girl that uh, is, um, was it Zaku's girlfriend that gets turned into the moon? Well, it was Soka. Soka yeah. is, the guy, is the brother of the main... Oh, wait, no, yeah. Can, uh, Princess Yui. Yeah, Princess Yui. Yeah. Yeah, Soka is, yeah, the guy that... I, I'm bad with the names on that show. I love it, but yeah. Is he going to be Boomy? Uh, George Sakai is... The screen I got is not in great order. Where did they have George Sakai at? Great Boomy. Although they wouldn't be... No, Boomy's a different one. Uh, George Sakai is a... George Sakai is doing the voice of Ro. The voice? Yeah, it's one of the like floating heads. Or Ko. Ko. Oh, yeah, so George Sakai is playing Ko. Yep. Okay. Uh, Roku. Roku. Like Avatar Roku? And it just says Ko, but it shows a floating head for the photo. But yeah, the important one, though, is that James Dye, who was the voice of the ill-fated cabbage mer- merchant, will now play the actual ill-fated cabbage merchant in the live-action show. And if you that. haven't watched... Four seasons of Avatar and the four seasons of Legend of Korra. You don't know how awesome it is that three the seasons. Cabbage Merchant. Three seasons of Korra. No, th- there's three seasons of uh, Avatar. Last Airbender, and then four of Korra. I, I think there's seven altogether. I have them. Yeah. I have them all on Blu-ray up there, but uh, I yeah, know there's only three seasons of uh, the first Avatar. Books one, two, and three. But yeah, if you haven't seen those shows and you don't know how awesome it is that the Cabbage Merchant is being played by the Cabbage Merchant. It's one of the coolest things ever. I can't wait to see how that it's just it's a great dumb running joke that goes through the entire show, all the seasons, and it just it it's going to be hilarious. And then, yeah, the actual the the actors that they've released were the photos like the the kid, uh, Gordon Cormier, who I think they said he was in the new version of The Stand. Um, He looks like Aang with hair. Like, so it's going to be awesome to see what he looks like with his head shaved. Cause like, he's a little tiny kid. He's got like the little angular jaw and he's got the ears that stick out really big to the side, which, you know, it's probably one of those things. It's like, Oh, I want to be an actor. It's like, well, your ears stick out. It's like, I'm a Martin Lawrence's shit. I'm gonna stick my ears way out there and I'm gonna be Aang. And like, he, he looks like the character brought to life. And the kid, uh, Dallas Sue that's playing Zuko. I've only seen the live action movie and it's Ung. Oh, you mean? Yeah. The one with the white boy. Yeah, we don't talk about that movie. Doesn't exist. To be fair, they hired him because he could do the actual moves, and he knew how to do the moves. Yeah, he which is funny because they didn't do that for like Iron Fist. So we know you don't need someone that's a martial artist to play a martial artist. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That was not the right call. <laughs> that was hundred percent. Yeah, not the right call. But I mean, at least they yeah. had. At least I could see the headspace they were in. It makes sense they, when you're mm. in. The, you know, but no, it, did, it didn't end up. It was still an awful reason. One of the other casting announcements that were done was uh, that we'll probably have a whole lot of people excited is that Daniel Day Kim is going to join as Fire Lord Ozai, Prince no, Zuku's father. He was in um, Lost, was where he got like huge. Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O. Now the, the husband. From yeah. The, oh, I love that dude. dude was yeah. awesome. He I gets to be Fire dude. Lord Ozai. So yeah, that'll be awesome to see him just Lost. be just a mean kick-ass character. And then um, uh, Paul Sung Hyung Lee, Paul Sung Hyung Lee, 
who is from um oh the show that's got Sang Chi on it. Uh Kim's Convenience. And he's also one of the uh the pilots in the Mandalorian series. We've seen him flying around in X Wing. He's a They're Republic like pilot. Yeah. A Republic pilot, yeah. He gets to play Uncle Iroh. And so it's gonna be awesome to see a fanta- another fantastic actor get to play Uncle Iroh, because yeah, that's that's Uncle Iroh is like one of the best characters in the whole damn show. So fucking and, sad. Well, yeah, but yeah, it was makeup, but yeah. A little, little tough since yeah. Yeah. He's not around anymore. But yeah, so they, they they've done a lot of new new release, new uh yeah, just people being added to the cast. But yeah, the cabbage merchant. Like I'm just here for the cabbage merchant. The fact that the guy who voiced the character on the show gets to play him in the live action is gonna be hilarious. Yeah. See you. But- so far, I've only seen one good live Kim's action Kim's anime Kim. thing that Netflix has done, and they canceled the shit out of that. Which is sad because it was really good. Cowboy Bebop was fantastic. Was great. I really like that show. Boy, pieces of shit. Yeah, it was really one of those ones that felt like an animation brought to life. Like it felt like a cartoon. Like it had that vibe. I love yeah. it so much. It was a fantastic show. But yeah, I, so I'm, yeah, I'm super excited because yeah, the the cast that they have on here, because yeah, Daniel Pudi's in there. Um, a hundred other actors are in there. Like, there's just so many great actors that have been cast in the show, and they all look like, I mean, very much representational of the characters they're playing. And so, the the cast of the show just keeps getting better and better. I can't wait for us to actually see some footage for it. That's the only thing I need right now. It's like, make just you know, the the creators left, and it has to be because of some type of creator differences. But man, I hope they nail the martial arts on it because the CG and the martial arts have to be perfect to get Avatar to look like Avatar. Because yeah, we've seen the bad movie before where it didn't work at all, and so it's like, oh yeah, the kid could do martial arts on screen. Yeah, he looked good moving around, but the movie was atrocious. And so like we've seen it done poorly. Hopefully Netflix, you know, throwing money at it is going to get it nailed down and get it done right because. Uh, if they do this wrong with this cast, it's going to be so bad. I'm remembering this correctly. Isn't Netflix also redoing the uh, the, uh, the, the the anime movie uh, with, um, Death Note? Aren't they redoing that again? I think so. Yeah, I think they're redoing it for a second time. You which seems the first time. You very up. strange. You did one good casting, and that was fucking Willem Dafoe as the demon guy. I <laughs> that was the that, one good thing you did. Death Note. I still haven't seen. Oh yeah, and uh, how the characters act. Yeah, uh, they the character that's playing Boomy is Uktarsh Ambudkar. Yeah, he's from Pitch Perfect, Free Guy, Tick Tick Boom, The Mini Project, Never Have I Ever, and The Dropout. And yeah, like he's he's a great actor. I know I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. And yeah, the the mechanist known for useful but odd in, in, inventions will be played by Daniel Pudi. So yeah, the fact that Daniel Pudi's in there, fantastic. That dude's such a great actor. And he's fun to watch. Like, he is like an animated character brought to life. Like, he's just, yeah, that kid's got energy. But yeah, that was what I had. What'd you have, Chris? Well, I'm glad you mentioned Danny Pudi, because that kind of ties Danny over Pudi. into the next news story I have, <laughs> which is, hey, we've talked about it. We've made gags about it for years. The second half of the hashtag is here. We've got the six seasons. Now and we get the movie. movie. Fuck yeah. For those that aren't aware, Six Seasons in a Movie <laughs> became a meme all about the show Community. 
It was a reference, in fact, to The Cape, which is a show we talked about on here before and made fun of. When Abed was fixated on The Cape, he was going around campus wearing a cape doing things and knocked Jeff's tray down and said something to the... And Jeff retorted, that won't even make it three episodes or something like that. And he goes, six seasons in a movie! And runs away, which then turned into a rallying cry for community fans. Well, we got the six seasons, (laughs) the sixth season being on Yahoo's now defunct Yahoo Screen streaming service, I believe it is. Well, it was announced this last week, I believe Joel McHale is where I saw it first on Twitter, that the Anda movie is happening. Um, What are the exact specifics on Community... Peacock has ordered a movie based on the Dan Harmon comedy community, bringing back original stars Joel McHale, Danny Pudi, Allison Brie, Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Jeong to check in on what the gang from Greendale has been up to since the show ended in 2015. Note, they did not mention Yvette Nicole Brown, Chevy Chase, Donald Glover, folks like that. There's been no mention as to whether they will be appearing. My hope is they find some way, Donald Glover's a busy guy, to at least give them some kind of appearance there. But yeah, they did say in this press release that Peacock and Sony Pictures TV jointly announced this on Friday. They described the negotiations to secure a movie as, quote, highly competitive, end quote. And as part of this deal, Peacock will pick up the non-exclusive rights to the full six-season run of Community to put on the streaming service. So now you'll be able to get to Community on Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock. My question is, will the Dungeons & Dragons episode be on peacock because all the other streaming services pulled it because of the dark elf being because black of the face. blackface yeah. <laughs> whatever i think they'll pull it because they're cowards probably they did say dan Harmon will be billed as an executive producer and writer alongside andrew guest mikhail serves as an executive producer as do russ kransoff and gary foster who had done so before no mention on who will be coming to direct it. Remember, the Russo brothers used to direct a bunch of episodes of Community. I doubt they're going to come back to do the movie, but that would be really cool if they were involved in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, they should at least be brought on as like EVPs or something. Because, yeah, I, they had a lot to do with the success of Community. That's why, too, because, yeah, if you look at like the talking head scenes in like the Avengers movies, like when Captain Marvel shows up and like Thor sitting there, like giving her the stink eye and then like you know, flies his axe past her head and says, I like this one. Like a lot of the talking head scenes in there feel a lot like community. Paget like the Bre- way they're shot. They did also say, excuse me, I'd seen on Twitter that Paget Brewster had talked about being interested in coming back to play Frankie again. She was Frankie Dart in season six. Mm. The efficiency expert or whatnot. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a bunch of people that's still to be determined whether they're going to show up in some way, shape or form. But I'm excited to see it happen. Excited to see where they go from here. We're not. We're, there's a guarantee we're not going to see Chevy Chase, though, right? Yeah, his I mean, character there's died, no, and they yeah, had problems. He with still him showed on. up after his character died in the show. So never say never on these things. They can find. He was a freaking hologram. Oh, that's right. They. Fr- I forgot about the yeah. hologram. So I don't think uh, Chevy Chase is coming back because he and Dan Harmon notoriously didn't get along. But it's not yeah. necessarily impossible. From what I hear. Sorry, what? Chevy Chase doesn't get along with anybody from what yeah, I Yeah, Chevy hear. Chase is an enormous yeah. dick, and he has been since the 70s. Because, <laughs> yeah, apparently he hit that age where he's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to give a fuck anymore. I can just be a total asshole to everybody. Well, supposedly a lot of it stemmed from, well, if you believe what people on set said, many things came up from a jealousy over some folks like Donald Glover starting to get big and being pretty damn funny in their own right. Yeah. He got he got jealous 
of someone, what, 40 years? His yeah, he's younger? an asshole, dude. Yeah, his junior. What a piece of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that I still was the like whole point. The trouble, but fuck you. I mean, yeah, that's the whole point. He was kind of an asshole on set, and then Dan Harmon no. was also kind of in. Man was meh. Harmon was kind of in his peak asshole phase at that point in time too. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, they kind of went at it. Yeah, but did Dan Harmon have like an excuse for it? I mean, going through a divorce or something. I don't remember. Oh, he was going through all sorts of stuff. He went through a divorce. He's like drinking to the point of basically blacking out on stage during his podcast and then running the show for another hour after blacking out. Like, yeah. Well, he also had some... He had a problem where he was sexually harassing one of the writers on staff and then had to apologize for that years later. And he made a big deal of it, though, because he's like, I was an asshole. I was a piece of shit. And, like, good on him. Like, he owned up to everything he did wrong at that time. Yeah, like he, Dan Harbin had a lot of problems during the years when he was on and off community. That was, that was Megan Gans, was it, I think, or something like that. I, I think they made a point and she made a point of saying how I was yeah. treated was unacceptable, but she accepted his apology based off of the conversation yeah. they had with it because he owned up and had said here, I've been trying to make myself be a better person, things like that. So it was actually, it's sucky and shitty that it happened to her, but maybe it made him grow. Yeah, it wasn't one of those like bullshit politicians. I'm sorry I got caught apologies. It was the hey, I was a piece of shit and I'm trying to be a better person apology. Which yeah, the the the, the writer that yeah, I can't remember if it was making answer or not, but yeah, the writer said like publicly that they accepted the apology because like he was becoming a better person. It was actually heartfelt. Like he was trying to make changes and become a better person. Not just, you know, saying, Oh, hey, I'm apologizing because I got caught. Yeah, Dan Harmon went through some shit during those years. I was listening to the Harmontown podcast through all of that, and yeah, that that dude went through some... I mean, he went through some shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy that the movie's happening. The fan rallying cry oh, is being yeah. answered to. The, the real thing that's going to be interesting is the fan expectation that's built up and the picture that people built in their head. Yeah. Is it going to live up to those expectations? And I don't mean this to sound negative. I don't know that anything can live up to the expectations that some people have built up in their minds for the potential and a movie half of six seasons. Yeah, it's pretty much impossible. No matter what, they're going to disappoint people. This is one of those ones. uh, It's like Force Awakens. Hey, we're going to come back and do new Star Wars. It's like, well, no matter what you do, you're going to piss off a group of people. No matter how good the community movie is, there's going to be a subset of fans that hate it. And they're going to be very vocal about it, which that part sucks. But we also know there's going to be a very large, probably majority of us that are going to enjoy the hell out of it because they're going to give us a bunch of inside jokes for people that have watched every episode of the show. Danny Pudi's going to be a nut job. And, you know, Joel McHale is going to be the coolest guy in the room again for two hours. So it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy to be the coolest guy in the room when it's written that way. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. Dan Harmon's a pretty busy guy, which is probably part of the reason why this didn't happen. Because what Rick and Morty signed a ten-season deal or something like that. I think I'd seen, yeah, I guess it was seven, moving it out to ten total seasons at the time. And I'd seen something to the effect of Dan Harmon was making a point this most recent season to be less involved in the writers' room and let the writers write and kind of be more of a a guide on things and the executive producer or something to that effect. So. I think that's why we're seeing a little bit of different Rick and Morty this season, which I've really enjoyed. Rick and Morty's been really good this season. Sorry, Willie. You're missing out on some good stuff. 
Yeah. Maybe they just, you know, streamed it out after it comes out on Hulu. <laughs> Sucks, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to stream that shit on, on my fucking computer. I want to watch it on my TV, not my computer. Fuck this shit. That's really the problem is that just since you can't get on your TV, you're not watching it, but it's available on your computer. Just plug your no, computer. Actually, I don't think it is available on my computer. Oh. I think I have to have a, a cable subscription to stream it. I was going to say, if it's available on your computer, just plug an HDMI cable from your computer into the TV and problem solved. Yeah, but then I have to see the double images I have down. Oh. Just tilt the monitor down or spin it backwards. Chris, let me be <laughs> fucking angry and say no. God <laughs> damn it. No matter what answer you give him, he's just going to complain. I'm noticing. <laughs> Why can't you just let me be angry? Okay. It's not a good way to live. It's not good for your health. We gotta keep you healthy, Willie. Healthy and alive. I don't think I'm gonna be alive for six seasons in a movie. I'm not gonna <laughs> I mean I'm not, and that's not in reference to the community. I'm talking about myself. What season of Willie Nelson uh, are we in right now? Sixty nine. So then uh, you have been alive for six seasons. You just need the movie half of things. I'm going to say he's in his sophomore slump. I refuse to believe you haven't filmed yourself doing something stupid to make a movie out of. Just wait to season four. Mm. No, that was not a sex tape joke. This was more like a jackass kind of reference before anyone went down that path. I'm not sure there's a difference if Willie's filming himself. I think it's a jackass sex tape every time he puts the camera on. I'm Willie Nelson and welcome to jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Willie Nelson. Welcome to Fuck Nuts. Welcome to Jack Holes. (laughs) Uh, I want to see Willie on Jackass now. I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I thought he's already broken. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't don't think they'd have trouble getting him on there. I would be entertained by this. But yeah, that wraps up our news of the week and our various other asides that we've somehow done 90 minutes of show on right now. Yeah. No structure. Go us. Uh, Damn right. I'd probably punch the fuck out of John Knox if he fucked over me over something. And I'd be laughing about it, and he'd be laughing about it afterwards. Like, you deserved it. Like, I know. Speaking of Johnny Knoxville, that brings me into what I'm into. That's our chance to share with you guys watching live or listening later. The geeky and nerdy stuff we've been getting into. And I am watching a show with Johnny Knoxville in it. That's is right. it WWE it- live programming? No, it is not. It is a comedy series on Hulu. It is called Reboot, and Johnny Knoxville is in Mm. the show. It's not based on Reboot, is it? We talked about this last week. No. No, it's not. Just making sure. I know I talked about it. This is pretty much the whole concept is someone wants to reboot an early 2000s family sitcom into the modern day. And it brings back all the past stars from it. And Johnny Knoxville is one of those past stars. And it's it's pretty funny. Johnny Knoxville is funny. I've enjoyed seeing him in it. He makes me laugh a lot. And they brought a, a guy who I hadn't seen a bunch of seen him in a bunch of stuff recently until he was in The Boys. Paul Reiser is actually in this as the executive producer of the old show that is brought in to lead the new show. I don't watch Stranger Things. <gasps> oh, Paul Reiser's great in it. I, I don't watch Stranger Things, so I didn't know he was I'm in mad it. about you? When Mad About You is 20 plus <laughs> years old, Willie. I never seen it, but I still know Paul Reiser was in it. But what about the movie Aliens? Was he in that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. He was the asshole lawyer guy, wasn't he? No, he was the asshole representative of the company. Acts like a lawyer, kind of. You know what I meant. Regardless, I've been watching the first few episodes of Death of, not, of Reboot. <laughs> 
<laughs> Death there's, of Reboot. There's a different thing I'm getting into here. I think they're up to the <laughs> fourth or fifth episode right now. I've watched the first two. But Judy Greer's in it. She's also hilarious. Paul Reiser's pretty damn funny in it. Johnny Knoxville's funny. Keegan-Michael Key is also hilarious in it. I love nice. anything that Keegan-Michael Key is in, I'll be honest. So if you have Hulu, it's worth checking out. I thought it's entertaining, interesting. Why I started stuttering and preemptively said death in it is I've also... Someone's at my door. <laughs> That's right. Death to whoever's at the door. Death to whoever's at the door. Sorry, guys. That was my doorbell going off that is playing Oktoberfest music right now. But um, (laughs) what I've also been getting into, I picked up this afternoon, excuse me, this morning before we did the show, started playing Deathloop because Bethesda, that was a PlayStation Hmm. exclusive. It's now been brought over to Game Pass and I started playing it. Supposedly it was real buggy on the Xbox. I played for about an hour, hour and a half this morning and didn't run into any bugs, but I've been having fun with it but I know it's going to annoy the living piss out of me because it's basically a roguelike game. That's a shooter that has really cool story elements. But when you die, it takes you back to the very beginning of things. You remember everything you did and stuff like that. So like one of the very first things you do is you get to a locked door and you have to find the pin for it. So you go off on a side path and work your way through and get the pin combination for it. So once I found that I don't have to find it again, but there's part of me going, oh, shit, I can die twice before basically the death loop starts over again. This is going to annoy the piss out of me at some point in this game because I'm going to be real <laughs> close to getting something accomplished. I'm going to die and start over from scratch with no resources and stuff like that. But I've really enjoyed it so far. I've been having fun with it. The mystery, I haven't figured out what all is going on yet. So I want to figure out the mystery of things. I'm intrigued by it. And I guess there's an online component, too. I'm kind of intrigued to try as well. So yeah, Deathloop seems pretty fun. It was on PlayStation already, so some folks who are listening to this may have played it already. And this is the one I mentioned last week that I had downloaded it. If you want to play on the Xbox One, you can only stream it via the cloud. You can't play it locally, but it is available via Game Pass. It's just cloud streaming. Will you look deep in thought? I have no idea what you're saying. I got two words out of it. (laughs) Fuck this mic. Fuck Skype. Fuck, ev- fuck technology. You all can suck my damn dick. <laughs> I got all that. <laughs> and I don't even like blowjobs. Okay, thank you I don't for mind them. with us. better things. Than- <sighs> what else am I getting into? I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, yeah, I sort of accidentally slid back into figure hunting again after like a three-year hiatus. <laughs> it's a problem. But I went figure hunting on Friday and sadly didn't find anything which is kind of a bummer after the previous week when I was able to make use of the 50% off clearance sale at GameStop to find some cool stuff. Nice. So figure hunting is a W fully hunting. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's what the clown does in DVD. Right. (laughs) You ready? Bachman, you ready? (laughs) (laughs) That's about right. So is a W completely to blame for the a W unrivaled getting you back into figure hunting? Partially, and partially YouTube also, because there's a few folks I follow that do figure hunting. So that was scratching the itch for me was watching those guys figure hunt. Mm. But one of the guys I watch actually hunts around here locally and has talked about some of the stuff he's found. And I was like, damn, if I was still hunting, I could have found some of that stuff, too. So I'm trying to be good right now. It's mostly AEW figures. If I find something cool, Star Wars, I'll consider it. And I'm not doing Marvel Legends anymore because... I don't like them not having the window, so I can't see what's in the box. Yeah, that's kind of shit. But I can't hang it on my wall if it's that way. I use these figures as cool. 
I no, I don't want to do that. I use these figures basically as cool artwork for my office because I can do a preview of it again at some point in time. Pretty much everything hanging on the walls around here is either artwork I've bought or action figures I've bought over the last 15, 20 years or so that are hanging up. Here's a really good question for you. Why keep them in the packaging? For what purpose? Because they hang on the wall better in the packaging than loose. Well, you can always put them back in the package. You can cut a hole. You in can't the put some of these things the back on the packaging very well because they're vacuum sealed onto the front but of a cardboard card. What am I supposed yeah. to do? Then get some shoe boxes and make a little diorama. It's even better. Put, they're poseable. <laughs> make them pose in something. You know. Where am I going to put them once I pose them? Really? Where am I going to put them? Am I going to hang shelves on all of my walls to do it? Because it's far easier right now to use the thumbtack to put a thumbtack into the drywall that holds the figure. I'm sorry, what? Shadow boxes. Okay, so I've got to put that extra cost into shadow boxes, then hang uh, on to uh, my wall. You're already paying how much for these figures, and you want to complain about a shadow box? Cost? It varies. Are you fucking kidding me? It varies. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but hanging it with a thumbtack is always cheaper than a shadow box. Oh, or a shelf. So expensive. Oh, so Willie, Willie, if I open this, how am I supposed to put it back in the box so I can hang it on the wall again? Let, let, here, for, let, let, me, let me get back. Let me get back to you in a second, Chris. But Bachman, Bachman, Bachman. Do you, I know mm-hmm. you've seen Surf Ninjas. Mm-hmm. You know what can't buy? You know what money can't buy? Knives. Knives can't buy money. You don't. You never watched uh, uh, Surf Ninjas, have you? I watched it once, like twenty-eight years ago. That was the one line I remember when say, "Yeah, yeah, they make knives. Money can't buy." It's like Rob Schneider had a good. Wait, okay, now back to you. Oh, yeah, back to you, down there. So, um. <laughs> Why keep it in the package, though? How else am I going to display it easily? There's better ways. Get something where they can pose them and shit. How else am I... Willie, do you know the effort it takes to display this? I put a thumbtack into the wall and hang it on the hook that's already built into the cardboard, and it looks cool. I see the low effort you use. I see it. That's why I'm making fun of it. Willie, there's like 100 plus figures on the wall down here, and you want me to get 3D printed stuff so I can hang all of them individually? Thousands of dollars. Action figures at once? No, you do one at a time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got lie. I froze you with logic. You didn't freeze me with logic. <laughs> I don't think you, you understand you the collector. A pause there. No, no, no. Pause. I don't. There, it's fine to be an out of box collector. That's fine. But a lot of folks who are out of box collectors have like large display cases and stuff they can put things in. For my use case, they are used as art pieces and hang on the wall, which I is why you, you can see a bunch that are hanging right here. If I remove them from the packaging, I can't hang them on the wall unless I do some kind of elaborate different thing, like put shelves on my wall or things like that. This is a thumbtack that when I'm ready for them to go away, I pull the thumbtack out, take a little bit of spackle on my finger, wipe it over the hole, and the problem is done. Chris, I actually just tried to do something. I don't think it worked on you. You see, I was asking you not for get an answer from you, but for you to ask yourself in your own head, like, wait, why do I do this? I know why I do it. Because I have an addiction. And I indulge my addiction. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're like sweaty men on your wall. There's women there too. Like there's a Padme Amidala one. There's sexist. They're not just objects. There's Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. There's an object. You're not even listening. There's Elizabeth from Bioshock. No, of course he's not. Zatanna from from DC Universe. Oh, yeah, you said from Bioshock. That's right. Yeah. I remember you saying that last week. I think it was last week. Yeah. There's the Black Cat. There's Spider-Woman. All right. Don't need to bring race into this. (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Willie, you're awful. There's, you're just there's awful. Hikaru Shida right there. There's Dr. Britt wait, Baker. Wait, wait, who? Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Yes. Okay, just making sure. I was like, is yeah, that a she's. A, I don't know about. I was kind of curious. Nope. Gotcha. It's a wrestler. She's a badass. There's a <laughs> one in three thousand chase of Doctor Britt Baker that I found on the shelf at Target. Doctor Britt Baker. That is that the bloody really face one? No, nah, it's just a regular one. Is that a wrestler? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I heard that. I guess it was from you guys. Doctor Britt Baker, yeah. DMD. DMD, which stands for dentist. That's DDS. No, you can be a DDS like, or a DMD. There's two different kinds of dentists. I've never heard of DMD. That's new to me. What's that? Yeah, it's the like difference? it's like doctorate of medical dentistry or something. It's like just the it's the difference between being a professor and a and being a doctor. One something like is that. doctor of medicine in dentistry. The other is doctor of dental surgery. It's Doctor Evil. I didn't go uh-huh. eight years to evil school. Whether to a, be called Mister. Whether a dentist holds a DMD or a DDS, they have all received the same training. It just varies based off of where you went to and took your courses. I fucking hate people. Why? Why have <laughs> I fucking Willie, why are you so mad today? He's I just mad know. at he's mad at the I world. No, this is stupid though, is it not? It's fucking stupid. No, you know what's DDS, stupid? Call it a fucking day and we're Willie, done. You know what's stupid? Why? I'll tell you what's stupid. Vendetta. Get oh, ready. For hell in a cell the big show and dean kane how have you not seen this awful movie this is I, stupid i haven't seen any <laughs> of the uh uh what was that uh the marine i haven't seen any of the sequels to the marine how oh many god there's there? like there's seven? at least three maybe four and I've they're all the terrible in theaters and that's what Dicks. made me start hating john cena john cena did one got over that hatred you can't the see miz did one stuff. and uh dean ambrose moxley did one Yes, there's at least three. Oh wait, yeah, and DiBiase's kid did one. So there's at least yeah, four. I know, yeah, I knew he was yep. one. I was like, wait a second. I remember. I'm remembering as for one more of them. Yeah, there's at least four The Marine movies. Yeah, none of those are good. None of those are good. Like, if The Marine came out in the '80s, it would have been perfectly acceptable. Oh yeah, if those are straight up out in the '80s. That was the those problem. are straight up '80s action flicks that Vince gave the green light to. And it wasn't they, even yeah, like it was paying homage to it. It was just trying to be one. Yeah, That's they were the straight up 80s action flicks. Yeah, poorly written, bunch of explosions, lots of gunfire and guns that never run out of bullets. And then everything ends in a fist fight. That, that was the, I think that I can pinpoint. That was what was wrong with that movie is that it was trying to be one of those movies instead of paying yeah. homage to it, which would have been better elevated. Yeah, no, Why Vince McMahon's hire me to be a director. I got you. You have experience directing pictures. I'm experiencing directing your face with my <laughs> fist. If you keep talking like that, I don't know. That was, that was <laughs> I'm just saying you have no background in directing or the entertainment industry, so you'd be and a big I could risk. Probably make a better movie than The Marine or any of its. Willie, why don't you make a movie and put it out on YouTube then? Why you bullshit? I keep toying with the idea of trying to do a Dollar Baby. I got. Well, I'm not a student, so I can't do those. Yeah, no, uh, Stephen right King, there. you don't have to be a student. It also goes over the, the, the camera lens, too. Okay, I'll loan you a camera. That one works, though. But it's the last one with the fucking eye, headphone jack. It's the last Galaxy that has it. I don't want to upgrade. Mm. I like my Just go jack. to swappa.com and buy a used one, then. Problem solved. I just solved your, your problems right here, right now. Solved all your problems. I did. Willie, what have you been getting into instead of giving me a hard time? Let's hear what you've been doing. 
been getting to is I'm I'm, I'm apologizing for <laughs> I know I've been like banging into you. I think I've just been reacting to you because you've been saying the most, and I'm apologizing. <laughs> I thought it just it's mostly for funniness. I want to make you laugh, not you know make like you feel bad. For I'm just exhausted you. now. <laughs> I get that. And uh, the intent was to make you laugh. The intent was not to make you angry, and I have failed on that front. And uh, fuck me, I guess, right? I exercised my laughing muscles a lot. I forgot to mention, I went to Who's Live Is It Anyways this week. which Oh, is nice! The, the live show for Who's Line Is It Anyway that's touring, and that was a ton of fun. Oh, you got to see one of my favorite guys, Greg Poops. Yep. Yeah, Greg Poops. Greg Poops. All right, so um, actually, let's, let's, let's use a time machine. Since you asked me that, Chris, let's uh, use a time machine. I have some new news of the week. I'm glad we're still in the segment. I fucking forgot. Jackbox Party Pack 9 has a release date. Yay. Thank you, Chris. Fuck Does that me. qualify as news? Fuck you, Bachman. Jesus Christ. But no, no, no. Uh, it comes out uh, October 20th. Day before my birthday. Happy early birthday, I guess. Mm. No, I don't give that means I'm one season closer to death. <laughs> Does it also make you one season closer to the movie? It also makes me one season closer to 70 as opposed to 69. God. Uh, nice. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I just want to throw that out there, too. Yeah, Jackbox Party Pack. They look like... Uh, I haven't really... I've been trying to minimalist looking at... What but I do know they're bringing back Fibbage, the new Fibbage with Fibbage 4. And it's also going to have a part of Fibbage Enough About You, which everyone fucking loves Fibbage Enough About You. That has been a fan favorite with that with the, the Jackbox games. Fibbage Enough, it's a good icebreaker uh, game, too. Great icebreaker. Um, but uh, what I've been getting to is, um, did what do you guys tell, like, talk to me last week about The Bear? No. The bear. bear. I know the show you're talking about. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't okay, okay. us. I, thought, I know I heard it from someone else. My buddy, uh, he he came over Wednesday and we watched it. And I knew I, I thought it might have been one of you. That's a negative. Yeah, don't believe yeah. so. Has he, have any of you guys seen The Bear? I've heard of it, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen it. Gotcha. It is super fucking good. Like, it is. It is done so well with a very much shit. Like, I highly recommend The Bear that's on Hulu. I'm a little lost about how the season ends. There's only eight episodes. It seems like they end. It needs to be explained. Isn't it on FX normally? Yeah, it is on FX, but I do know about, you know, Disney owns FX. Yeah, Disney owns FX, and they own part of Hulu, yes. Don't they own yeah. the 60% or something like that, I think. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. I mean, it's still owned by multiple. I mean, they all, you yeah, know, whatever. Um, which is, yeah, because they're not going to put the bear on because, oh my god, yeah, it's pretty much uh, the basic premise is uh, you start you, you start the story off a week after this guy took over his brother's like uh, Chicago uh, deli sandwich restaurant uh, after his brother uh, passed away. We'll just leave it at that because I don't know if that, uh, yeah, so he took over his restaurant and his brother was a major in culinary like he was like a but now he's down in this fucking local deli in Chicago trying to make it work. And it is super fucking good. I know that I know that that description wouldn't get me into it. But it is super <laughs> fucking shit. The it's because they, they show the respect to the story. They show the fucking respect to it. 
It's not just some dumb, like there are jokes and funny times in it, but it's still done with so much respect to, to the, to the material they're trying to show off. I, whoever did that, I'm not even sure I have to look it up. Fucking great. Hmm. Other than that, I tried this new game. That's all PlayStation plus deluxe premium. because It's not in the premium one. Fuck it. It's called Descender. It, Descenders is a downhill or down a mountain fucking like a mount like biking game that is also a rogue. <laughs> and I didn't. I when I started, I was like, okay, what is this? So you just go down here, all that, and then it didn't click till like a couple of things in. I was like, this is a roguelike. This is a rogue. I think it's a roguelike because the only thing you carry over from runs is there's no meta progress except for cosmetics for your bike and yourself. That's it. You can customize your jersey with the number and the name. So I, my character is Virginator69. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about changing to Shorzy, but uh, he doesn't have a jacket. He calls them sweaters. Sweaters, yeah. Yeah, jersey. Yeah, it's not Shorzy, it's Shore. So if you get a Shorzy one, you're fucking up. Fucking up there, bud. Yeah, it just oh. says Shore. Although, but I mean, I'm also not going to be angry. <laughs> So it makes sense. I'm not going to be. Other than that, let's go with I've done Jack and all. Uh, except for. Bachman, finish things up for us. What would you be getting into? Let's see. So we started off our spooky season ritual around here. Uh, spent most of yesterday throwing things up around the house. So uh, my Sam sculpt by um, Henrik Honk is up on the front of the fridge again with Sam and his little, little slice sucker that he cuts bitches with. And then we got our little mini pumpkins that I bought on Etsy out, and they're above our coffee bar. And then we put our Sam door wrap up, hung my giant spider web out in the yard, put my giant like eight foot spider on that, um, hung my bone uh, bird in a cage, put my giant uh, just bone spider out on the berm. Uh, put spider webs across all of our lights. Uh, went through the lights, and I have the Cree lighting app. So went through and changed all of our lights out front so they're purple now. So the lights above our garage have the, the spooky look to them. And then uh, Jana ran all of her uh, lights through the webbing that we hung across the tree to our light post. She put webbing through the birdcage, uh, wrapped it around or inside our uh, propano lanterns. Because we have two of the propano lanterns. She put sparkly lights inside of those and then hung up her giant trick-or-treat sign. It was all lit up. So yeah, the front of the house went from... We had a couple of pumpkins on the morning of the first, and then by the end of the day, we had everything up. So we got all that done, and then uh, we kicked off our spooky season watching uh, Hocus Pocus 2 on uh, Disney+. Plus. Um, Hocus Pocus was never one of those ones that I was like hugely into. Like It came out, I was too old by the time it came out, so it wasn't one for me to like get really sucked into as a kid. Um, Jana always watched it with her daughter when her daughter was younger. And so that's one of their like family ones. So like I've watched it the last couple of years with her and it's a really cute movie. It's a great kids movie. It's a good, you know, Disney movie. And then this one, I was like, Oh, Hey, they're bringing back all the same actors, including Doug Jones, this generation's Lon Chaney back as Billy Butcherson. And he gets to do another great sequence where he literally loses his head as a undead zombie character. And yeah, I'll, I'll watch anything with Doug Jones in it. Doug Jones is amazing. And uh, they do a fantastic intro with this movie where they do the origin of the Sanderson sisters. And you have three very young actresses. Uh, I'd probably guess like ages like eight to 12 playing the young Sanderson sisters. 
And they do such a great job mimicking um, Bette Midler and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Kathy and Jimmy. It is utterly intriguing to watch these little actresses nail the mannerisms that these act that the original adult actresses did in the first movie seeing them play the younger version of the characters it's freaking hilarious but yeah it's a, it's a solid all-around movie it's probably one of the best like sequels i've seen in a really good time a really long time and it's just a really good continuation of a storyline you know 30 years down the road so yeah hocus pocus 2 totally totally well made real good start to the spooky season and then yeah going through our other shows and stuff um all caught up on she hulk Still loving that one. Uh, we haven't watched the fourth episode of Andor yet. Um, this is, it's so dark. Like I love me some Star Wars, but like just it's not the show that's making me want to run back and watch the next episode the way like Mandalorian or you know Obi Wan did, where it's like, oh shit, can't wait to see what they do next. It's like, well, it's gonna be more spy shit, and then he's gonna die. So it's like, eh. But you know, I like the show, but it's just it's not making me run back to it. Where She Hulk is hilarious every damn week. And the fact that they just did a wedding episode was hilarious. Um, yeah. And then uh, after the wedding episode, they did the, they went out and met um, Tim Roth at his retreat where he's doing um, like sweat lodges and a circle of trust for like basically a bunch of like D level supervillains to like talk out their issues. And it's hilarious to see Tim Roth just like chewing up the scene as like a guru. And he seems to just be having a blast playing this character, knowing that also he doesn't have to do any like the the CGI or the prosthetics as he doesn't turn into abomination anymore. So yeah, it's that show is just fantastic. Dan Slott got his um his shout out this week. There was a car that needed to be towed, and the truck that shows up is Slot towing, and the guy driving the truck has the name tag that says Dan on it. That's fun. and so yeah, we got Dan Slott in She Hulk. Um, we actually haven't watched the last one or maybe two episodes of Lord of the Rings. That show just seems to be the slowest paced show of all time. And I don't know, the the one uh the one black elf is like the one really interesting character that has gone through some really cool shit with like being kidnapped by the orcs and you know dealing with like being kind of like a soldier overseas in the way like his the the elves are running the watchtower stuff. Like that character's great. But the as a show, it's just so slow. It just and I'm kind of falling off of it. Uh, we did catch up on two episodes of Game of Thrones because we had the new episode from this week and the new episode from last week. So yeah, House of the Dragon is badass, and they did uh, the jump forward in time again. And so we're now with the adult actresses playing the two main girls in the show. And so it's now I think the full adult cast that's going to be for the remainder of the season. So it was kind of. Cool to see how they did the jump forward again while making you kind of where, you know, as an audience, you're like, okay, wait, so we know what was happening. Now we're like 10 years in the future. Okay. This is what's happening with these two characters. This is what's happening with these two characters trying to find the, all the catch up of what's going on after like the major events at the end of the last episode. So yeah, that, that shows just, it's way more interesting between the two. They're like the two big fantasy shows that are out there right now that are both, you know, companies are spending millions and millions of dollars on every episode it's like, yeah, Lord of the Rings looks good, but Game of Thrones has a good story. And so, yeah, what they've pulled off of the game, the new uh, House of the Dragon, I'm just liking that show more. Um, I think that was it. That's it for all we've been watching and reading. Um, I'm almost caught up on my comics. I still got my new, uh, they put a, 
Amazing Spider-Man 1000 and uh, read the new Savage Avengers, caught up on our buddy David Peepo's run where uh, he killed off Conan and brought him back because, of course, you can't kill Conan. But yeah, uh, fantastic issue where the the Savage Avengers ended up landing in 2099, facing down the barrel of Jake Gallows' gun. So they've now ran into the Punisher 2099. So he's just having fun fucking with the Savage Avengers and the Deathlock is now on their team. And you find out that Deathlock is actually an alternate universe Miles Morales as well. And so that's made that character much more interesting than just being a, you know, another dead cyborg. Um, so yeah, it's definitely cool what David's done with that book. And I'm looking forward to, I think it's next week, Dan Slott's new comic comes out, which he's writing a new Spider-Man drawn by Mark Bagley. So it's going to be interesting to see Mark Bagley back on a spider book, nice. Dan Slott writing Spider-Man again, which he's my second favorite Spider-Man writer of all time underneath Stan Lee. So I will happily buy a Spider-Man book written by Dan Slott. And when, if ever it exists again, and then playing a little bit of DVD, I've actually been enjoying it more because I only play now when Jana wants to. And so I'm not sitting and spending hours being aggravated by the game. It's like, Oh, my girl wants to play. We go play the game with her, play one or two matches. I'm done. And it's so much less aggravating. It was sad to see yesterday that the community manager who runs their Twitter account put out the ad. that's like, Oh, it's October 1st. It is the season. And they put out four shots of the interior maps of dead by daylight when they update them for the holidays and they have like pumpkins and stuff everywhere. Sadly, the community manager was in the spirit but nobody that has shit to do with the actual game is in the spirit because it's still the Resident Evil lobby and it's still all the maps are normal. They're not the Halloween maps. So once again, as you know, Fortnite and every other game kicks off October 1st and starts their Halloween event. Here's Dead by Daylight, the one game that really should have a month long Halloween event. Maybe we'll get something by the 24th like we did last year. Maybe not. Who knows? They never seem to like get it straight through their head that Halloween should be celebrated all month when you're supposedly like the scariest game out there. Like it's a horror movie based game. Halloween should be celebrated for a month. They should be doing shit on October 1st and you know, behavior dropped the ball. I'm not shocked. It's just no. standard. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it's just. All they would have had to do is they have all the maps set for the Halloween season. They literally can just turn them on. All they have to do is just swatch over to the maps where there's extra pumpkins. Like, fucking flip the switch, you lazy fucks. Like, quit sure adding it's new. It's a bit more complicated than that, but I understand the point you're making. <laughs> uh, it's really B versions of like 10 of the maps. They can literally just turn off the A version of the map, turn on the B version of the map. It's that part isn't that hard. But yeah, it's just they're they're too busy making more characters that we don't need and more perks that no one will use. I'm never I'm not going to watch House of the Dragons. Okay. I am watching it through the Free Folk subreddit. All their me I'm watching the show through the memes. I'm getting what's going on <laughs> in this show. Oh, geez. Wow, just through the memes. And the Free Folk uh, subreddit is the one that are like Fuck Game of Thrones. Fuck D&D. You fucked it up. You screwed all of us. You fucking morons. And this <laughs> and there's just memes against Game of Thrones because of how much they fucked it up. That's how that's I think I'm not sure if that's how it started, but that is definitely what it turned into at, you know, <laughs> all right. in the last season. And now you got like some mixed people saying like, 
no, hold strong, we don't watch it. And some people are just posting memes up from the uh, from the show. So I'm kind of getting what's going on in the show without even watching a single scene from it. Nice. Well, that's not bad. Good experiment. I can't wait till the show's over, and I'm going to try and describe to you what I think. <laughs> okay, I, I want I want to hear that. Yeah, that'll be fun to listen to. Yeah, I want to hear Willie's version of what happened on the show that I just finished watching wait, after a season. This is a podcast right here you guys need to do. Watch but it's only through memes. It's just one no, no. episode with Bachman having seen the show and Willie yeah. catching up through memes. There's an entire season of this house, of the dragon you can do that with. I don't know how to organize them by episodes. The memes. Yeah, it would be hard to, yeah. That's where things get which, interesting then. Yeah. That's where Bachman has to do a lot of extra work here by he has yeah, to watch which the episode. We don't, that's not happening. all the memes and separate <laughs> them by the episode that they went through. And then, sh- then tell me which memes I need to only look at for that episode because yeah. I can't do that. Otherwise I know what's going to be. Yeah. It would only work if we'd have done that from the beginning after the first episode, because then all the memes existing were based on the first episode. And then he could compare that with new memes afterwards. But yeah, so, it would have only worked. If we start on you guys episode just need one to do an extended one. That's everything up until now. And then you start doing weekly after you get caught up on the memes. Or how about we wait till the show's over and we do an intro of this show where Willie explains to me what happened this season on Game of Thrones and then I tell him where but he was wrong. I don't care about Game of Thrones, so I don't yeah, want I it know, on this show. But we make him Chris, listen to wrestling talk. So I'm watching it through <laughs> memes. What makes you think I care about this show? I don't even care that much. <laughs> I'm, I was already subscribed to Free Folk and those just started coming up and I'm like, yeah, I'm too lazy to go unsubscribe. And plus, I don't think I really want to. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. No, so it just shows up, and if something's funny, something's funny. Oh, but yeah. Other than that, one other thing, I had a box get delivered. One of my pre-orders from Lego showed up, and it's the first box. It's the first Lego I specifically bought on sale to put in the closet to wait and possibly flip later because it's the double Banshee set from Avatar: The Way of Water. And so, yeah, we've seen some of the Legos that we bought over the last couple of years, like go hugely up in price. Jana's actually mad about one of the sets she opened. She's like, if I hadn't opened that set, we could like finish the fireplace with it for what it's going for now. So for the first time ever, I, I hate the idea of being a flipper, but I bought an avatar set just to put in the closet to see like five years from now, that one's going to be worth some money because avatar stuff seems to do pretty good. I figure it's worth a try. Uh, which avatar? Avatar, the blue cat avatar. Boring. Oh, I thought you were talking about last airbender. I really thought you were. I was like, last no airbender. Of course. I wish they had shit. Oh no, I wish they had some last airbender Legos. That's an IP that Lego doesn't have that they should get their hands on. It'd be awesome to see some last I mean, I've got my I have my four main character avatar the last airbender pops above my head right here. Like I love me some, you know, some avatar now after all my years of talking shit about that show, I fucking love it. I love Aang and his I'm with stupid arrow. I like fucking love those oh, characters the show is it's great a, it's just written yeah. so well like yeah the, the show's fantastic good. the martial arts that each element is based on is done really well the action sequences are done really well the storytelling is freaking fantastic and then the mixes of the abilities once you get later on into like metal bending and blood Bloody. bending like there's some creepy good shit in that show for a show that you know, was meant for kids like the fact that they actually even let them do bloodbending on a Nickelodeon show seems like I can't believe they allowed that. I mean, you don't <laughs> actually see the blood. 
Yeah, but it's still puppeting other people. Like that's some weird torturous that's shit. Purple man shit there. It is. It's some straight purple man shit. But yeah, it's it's great. I love that show. Yeah, they they do. They need Avatar: The Last Airbender Legos. Come on, which, Lego. Which purple man am I referring to? Because there's more and more purple man. <laughs> am I talking about Marvel Comics purple man? Or am I talking about Five Nights at Freddy purple man? You be the judge. Oh, I would say David Tennant, which is the MCU Purple Man. Oh, yeah. I was also going to say that, too. Yeah, whoever. The, I, <laughs> I don't know which Doctor Who was. I, I can't remember names, but uh, here he's doing great in the in the game, the House of the Dragons. Yeah, he Matt Smith. Great job at it. Yeah, he's Damon Targaryen. He's actually freaking awesome. Matt, uh, Matt Smith. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird seeing him in basically a white ponytail. Like he look, he basically looks like he has elf hair from like Lord of the Rings, but he's just the Targaryens just have the the bright white hair. But yeah, seeing him in that in that uh the wig they put on him every week, really cool. And like he's had some great scenes where he showed up in some badass armor. Yeah, Matt Smith is awesome. Damon Targaryen. Put that car revving by my. Not Shit, we hair. can't hear you. We can't hear your outside. I don't know how it's coming through. I can't hear myself. <laughs> this whole thing just <laughs> fucked up. Should I punch it? Will that make it work? Uh, unlikely. <laughs> well, you gotta try it, it, right? But yeah, that's what I've been getting into. Stocking away Legos. Nice. Well, on that note, then we are about to shut things down. A friendly reminder, we do stream this show live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over at www.geeks.live. If you're there right now, scroll down to the bottom of the page. There's a calendar of the upcoming live events. I am happy to say that tomorrow... October 3rd, 2022 is the return of the official going geek.com show. I think it's check the calendar. I don't remember what time now. I want to say 7 PM Eastern is when we're doing it, but I'm not hundred percent sure now my brain hurts. So yeah, that should be fun. We've been off for a little bit and we'll come back and talk about geeky stuff. How long was the hiatus? 18 months. It's not too bad ish. Yeah. But yeah, we're back for a little bit. We'll see how long, but that should be fun. I wonder if my question will get answered. Chris, I wonder. This is for the president. <laughs> I will relay that to him tomorrow. Um, let's see. Any final thoughts before we shut this thing down, guys? Of course. Six seasons in a movie. Oh, I've been go. biding my time for this. I've been waiting for you to say these words, Chris. <clears throat> Not my cabbages! <laughs> Yeah. Well done. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, on that note, then we are going to be getting out of here. Thank you so much, everyone who did join us live and those who catch the audio podcast later. We'll see you next week for more of our typical shenanigans. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnygeek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnygeek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 